Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a gamer and a YouTuber and a podcaster a collector and a fanboy. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. The Cartridge Club. Alright. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Oh, I'm your host, J-Rock. Rock. <laughs> I think I think what? I see you. Uh, Between a rock. That's actually not what we're recording today. What's uh what's up, P2? Yeah. Or should, that's I, not what or we're should doing. I say brother? <laughs> you are my brother. Yeah. It's like yeah. official now. He won the diet's working out great for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Rogaine. For those of you who don't know, I am hosting this month in P1stead. They're big shoots shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, what are you laughing at, Steven? I'm sitting in one of them right now, actually. That's <laughs> so roomy. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Anyways, so uh, yeah, I am just honored to be asked to host this month. Uh, I started out in this club, uh, I think I got in around Star Tropics as a listener, and then got involved with the Force, and eventually, you know, you get involved with everybody in the community, and to be asked uh, to come and be the host was just a very awesome, and uh, yeah, thanks P1 and uh, P2 for letting me be adopted into your family. Well, we're happy to have you, man. Yeah, you were definitely one of the first ones that came to our mind when... Well, we knew we needed someone with a big personality to fill P1's shoes. You were, oh, you were wow. top of the list. Well, thank you very much. No problem, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So what's going so on? Got this too, so I guess, uh, you know, what's going on with me? Or should uh, should we introduce our guests? Let's introduce That's what the we guests, do, right? I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Did so... you introduce the show yet, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't remember what show this even is anymore. Oh, well, hey, it's a good thing I have Steven here because he's been here so many times. More than me. Yeah, this is old hat for Steven. For anybody who hasn't listened to this before, this is the Cartridge Club podcast, which oh. is uh, the, what the Cartridge Club is, is pretty much a book club, but with video games for uh, gamers. And uh, yeah, we play a game a month, talk about it in the forums. Uh, people get together, they, uh, you know, they chit and they chat. And uh, at the end of the month, we do this podcast where we talk about the game. Yeah. Pretty much so, summed it up. That was pretty good. That was that. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. One take. <laughs> nice. That's what we'll tell them. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so is you've already forum. Hey, how's the forum doing? Does it still crash? <laughs> is it down? The forum, the forum is doing great at cartridgeclub.org. That is, where you can go there and uh, sign up if you haven't already. All right. Cool. It's the place to be. Uh, okay. So now is when we introduce the guests and one has already done that for himself but let's do it officially yeah. mr steven eider from mr big mouth mr big mouth <laughs> welcome steven. steven to the show i'm feeling in for j rock because he's feeling in for p1 yeah. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> for you curtis you love him uh steven you've been on the cartridge club podcast more than me mm. so uh Surprising. Yeah. Yeah, you're certainly so, leading in the retro fandango, though. Maybe oh, I'm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. But uh, you were in the, on the Castlevania Symphony of the Night episode. That was episode five. That was a good episode. 
that's the early season, early season one there, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then you got in on Bioshock, episode 11. That episode, it was okay. (laughs) I was telling you guys earlier, that was like uh, the first game that I played because of listening to one of the podcasts. It made me go play this game. So, yeah. So much in that game. So you had some part of that, Stephen, I guess, if you were on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you were on the Defense of Secret of Mana episode, that little mini episode, which I call episode thirteen point five. Had to set you people straight. Yeah, and I'm looking forward couldn't. to setting people straight on the uh, Super Mario uh, Sunshine Defense episode. Are you saying there should be a defense episode? If, you, so. if maybe you can gather other people, but you do all the legwork. I'm sure the bros will let you do that. Yeah. Special shout out to Enzi for putting up with you cartridge bullies throughout that whole episode i couldn't believe it yeah he, so uh, much hate for such a fun-filled bright game is this oh. was it the camera angles was it the was that no, the biggest i was issue? fine with that it was the blue coins man and you can't defend yeah. the blue coins sure i can no, <laughs> but we don't have to it's good that's another time yeah you're right yeah, it's good. so where can we find so, yeah. you steven I am Steven. Uh, thank you for all for listening to this Cartridge Club episode where we will be discussing Super Goals and Ghosts for the Super Nintendo. Uh, if you want to hear We're not introducing TV. the game yet there, Steven. Ah, <laughs> don't get too ahead of yourself there, pal. Uh, it's all going to be edited out. Nope. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's uh, Catmax Gaming. Uh, I do a lot of streaming, too, on Twitch. That's Catmax underscore gaming. I guess that's all one word. And uh, I'm on Twitter a lot at Steven Nider. I assume you guys put this information in the uh, the little show descriptions, or do they yeah, just find it? Yeah. It certainly should be. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not in charge I'm of that personally. Yeah, I'll, that's, I'll take that's care of it personally. It'll be there. Dean's the big webmaster after yes, you guys tricked him into doing that. <laughs> guy is a genius. A doing, genie, he's doing, he's doing wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, speaking of wonderfully uh, doing people... Uh, our, our next guest is <laughs> that's a good segue, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. The wonderful It's Rocket Sauce, Mr. Ryan Gorman. Woo! He is returning after being on episode 19, Beautiful Joe. Welcome Hello, back. Gentlemen. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We're having me back here. So. Hi, Ryan. What's so, going on? So, Ryan, uh, for people who might not know who you are, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? into video games obviously well i mostly am a collector but sometimes i like to call myself a part-time blogger for you know the website the gamers cave but i have yet i haven't written anything in months because of school and whatnot keeping me busy and in my free time i think i'd rather just play video games mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah i'm just i've been a member of this uh club since i want to say shadow of colossus i've been listening before but mm. i think that was the first one that actually got me involved in playing the games with the club okay. so I think that's like episode eight, but uh, but that's kind of where I kind of came up, came along. So, right hello everyone. Long right time. on. Thanks for having me. So, what are you what are you going to school for? IT support. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> fixing computers currently right now in my career. And uh, right on. there's no shortage have... of those. So no, good I, just, I, <laughs> I just don't have the degree yet for it, so I don't get paid for it. Like you know, like yeah, I just. <laughs> Give it time. Well, eventually I'll get there. Eventually I'll get there. So. That's right. Do you know why my Skype keeps crashing? <laughs> <laughs> no one can tell me how to fix it. Because you're, uh, we figured out that you're possibly a ghost, and you might, there, you might have super, super qualities. Well, if he was a ghost, the camera wouldn't pick him up. That is true. <laughs> All right. So, so that's Ryan Gorman. 
And uh, let's move on to our third and final guest to introduce for the first time ever on the Cartridge Club podcast, Ooh. Mr. Brazzle the Gamer. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, now, How's it going? Brazzle, Brazzle is a guy who I don't even know when he's able to sleep. How much content he puts out there. Mm. He does. He does blogs. He does in-depth reviews, uh, <laughs> podcasts, everything. So, uh, busy, how do you do it all there, Brazzle? I honestly have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I work. I work full time, and then I come home, and then work full time on this stuff. Wow. So, yeah, I write articles for Gaming Rebellion. I do the the blog thing, which I honestly have been kind of falling behind on my personal stuff. But uh, you know, it's there. And then, of course, my YouTube reviews on you know that Brazzle the Gamer, you know, at YouTube. Um, that is where you can up. find uh, Brazzle. Here is Brazzle the Gamer. Look that up, and you'll find this dude. But yeah. continue on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, we. I also have a, pod, a podcast of my own uh, called Retroholics Anonymous, and uh, you can actually find a link to that on the Cartridge Club website under the uh, podcast area. So uh, there's that too. So uh, it's only it's only fate that you'd be here because yeah, like, just eventually. There's I mean, already there's already like a marriage, right? So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Must be nice to be linked on that. Yeah, when Club. when we need it. When we, <laughs> When we needed a third guest, you were the first to pop into my mind because uh, your your reviews are awesome, and uh, I know you give uh, games a good look at and dissection. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Now that all the guests are introduced, P two, or should I say, brother? <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, do I, do well I get the done. Do I get the top bunk or do I get the bottom bunk? You can sleep wherever you can sleep on my bunk. I don't even care at this point. Oh, that was a, that was a great <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh, awesome! One wonderfully. Speaking of wonderfully doing people, we have player two. <laughs> Best segue we've had yet. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, what what game have we been playing this month for the Cartridge Club? P two. All right. Since I don't know if I'm going to edit it out or not yet, Stephen did say it earlier, but <laughs> we are uh -huh. playing Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That's our game of the month. What? Yeah. <laughs> Classic, eh? I thought it was uh, Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. Close. Oh, no. Close. That was, that, that was another awesome thing. Tony, look. Look, do you yeah. see it? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's next month. That's next month. That's, yeah, hold on to that. I, I, and I bet you can play that with all the, uh, the text. Yep. There. <laughs> I just click on everything until I win. Yeah. You were actually picking specifically the Famicom version, so uh, it should be fun next month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those yeah. of you, for those of you listening, we are all on video, so we see each other. So Stephen may be showing us things, and we may be reacting to certain things from Stephen. That you yeah. might you might be yeah. wondering what the hell's going yeah. on here, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, just not rated so you know. for uh, for for video purposes. Yeah, but but uh, live streaming this on Catmex underscore gaming at Twitch. No are way. You? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, me too. Tell us yes. more about Super Ghouls and Ghosts. All right, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, this came out back in 91 on uh, the Super Nintendo. This is the Super Nintendo port. Um, we'll get into a little later about the different versions of it. But uh, but yeah, Super Nintendo arcade it is classic. Actually, it is actually the only version of this game. That's right. This version was created specifically for the Super Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's unique. Um, you can play the uh, arcade version on several other. Although the, the the NES one is almost identical to this one, isn't it? No. Huh. No, this is. I think this is about the third in the series. Yep. Technically, wow. Uh, yes. wow. 
But yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's the third in the series. <laughs> so there's lots of them. There's lots out there. This is the They're Super Nintendo They're all very Nintendo similar, one. though. Yeah, very similar. You know, tough as Similar nails. in look. Yeah, it's it's meant to it, eat your quarters, essentially. It's like an arcade game, mm-hmm. but made for the home consoles. Um, yeah, yeah the originals, Ghosts and Goblins, were, was made on arcade, and that was made to right. eat quarters. Right, right. So, so this takes that, makes it better. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to spend your hard-earned money. So that's right. Uh, that's right. But yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, it's not my first time playing it. It's my first time beating it this month, though. Uh, I'm just curious if this is uh, your guys' first time through, and and maybe how far you got. Um, let's start with you, J Rock, since you're the new host. Oh. I know you rock oh. this game. When oh, did you start? Playing how did you this know game? I rocked this game? Well, you can tell people where they can see <laughs> you rock it too. Oh well, <laughs> actually, if you want to check out J Rock the Game Rocker on YouTube, uh, I've actually done a series this month called How to Rock Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, I dissect it piece by piece and walk you along, tell you all the strategies how to beat this game because this is one of my favorite games. Uh, it was actually the when I first got my Super Nintendo. This was one of the games that I got with it in the bundle for my birthday. I remember seeing my stepfather put it on the TV with his friends there, and I remember looking around the corner and actually getting freaked out at the start with the demons <laughs> and the lightning. It was it was frightening. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that, actually. That's not the first time so I've heard that. So my first impression of it was, like, this is, like, oh, not all games are uh, sunshine and lollipops, <laughs> right? So, uh, and, of course, I never got past level one when I was a kid. So but I always loved the style of it, the look of it. You felt cool playing it, even if you didn't get far. Yeah. Like, I like like spooky stuff, like yeah. ghouls, ghosts. Do you remember how old you were when you first beat it? Uh, actually, I revisited it with a friend of mine in high school, Brian. Uh, he had a copy of that, too, and he had never beaten it before, and I was like, well, I never did either. And here we are, we're guys playing uh, Super Nintendo games when it was like Xbox, PS2 dates. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh we were those guys, and yeah, we did. We made like a weekend of it. We left the console on and went through the game <laughs> twice, and awesome. finally beat it, mastered it. That's and huge. yeah, it's kind of been uh, one of my go-to games that I just play constantly. So even sure. even without it being the game of the month this month, I play it every month. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, I was wondering where yeah. you got all those skills from. I figured it had to have been from playing it for so long. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, getting over that uh, the fear. Get over yeah. the fear. Yeah, once you conquer that fear. the dark! It's <laughs> <laughs> right. an intimidating game. It is intimidating. Steven, how about you? Was this your first time playing it? Heavens no. Tell us about uh, your first time, if you remember. Actually, I have a fun story if you guys want to hear it. Yeah, sure. of course. That's, what, that's what we're all here to do. That's right. Okay, so once upon a time, uh, very young Steven bought his first video game, new video game. From a store called Toys and Wheels. He bought Mega Man 2. Played it a whole bunch. Got sick of it. It's like, whatever, Mega Man 2, whatever. I'm, I'm done with this. So I go to this... Uh, even back then, I guess it was a gaming store. Not quite retro gaming yet. This was still a new system, the NES. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I want to trade in this Mega Man 2 for something. And they're like, well... I, I narrowed it down to two games. It was either uh, Ghosts and Goblins on the NES or Amagon on the NES. <laughs> Now, the trick here was um, if I were to get Ghosts and Goblins, I would have had to pay them money. So it was Mega Man 2 plus money for Ghosts and Goblins. Or uh, I give them Mega Man 2 and they give me Amagon plus money. Hmm. So I picked Amagon plus money. So and I sorry. never looked at that. 
So for the record, I've always had a special place in my heart for Amagon. Uh, <laughs> very similar game to Ghosts and Goblins. Truly a classic, never looked down upon by the world. Never, never so, found uh, in every single like retro gaming shop for maybe like eight bucks tops. So, for those of you who don't know, the Cartridge Club Underground Underground game is <laughs> Amagon. We're going to <laughs> Underground boys. Uh, so yeah, what, what's yeah. your experience with this actual series, uh, Stephen? And get yeah. to the crux, the crust <laughs> of the pizza. But I've known, I've known the series since the NES, and yeah. It's a great game you've picked here, Jarek, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, excellent game. Like It's great that we can uh, chat about it, talk about some levels, oh, yeah. the music, I was the variety on... of weapons, the armor upgrades. Excellent okay. game. Uh, for my research for this game, I beat it. Oh, but really? I want a full disclaimer, I cheated. I used to save states. I'm a busy man. <laughs> I've got my own podcast, the Catmax Hypecast, that still needs to be edited. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, I want to get through it. So was that your first time beating it? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I think playing it legit the last time I did that, I got to maybe the first uh, castle area. Mm-hmm. Like, level you know, when, uh, what's his name? Ast- yeah, Astralis? that's level six. Yeah, I'd say that's about as far as I got the last time I played it legit. Okay. But since I've got the Retron 5 hooked up to my big TV and all this, it was just very easy to save states and not pull my hair out out of craziness. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. It is a tough hmm. game. Uh, like I mm. said before, this was my first time beating it too, so I can completely understand that. How about um, how about you, Ryan, Mister Rocket Top? Yeah, this was uh, the first time I've ever beat it, uh, but this wasn't Pretty the first time I've played it. It was, uh, I think, the, the, my earliest memory with this game in the series was probably renting it back in the day when I got a Super Nintendo, probably a year into it, and renting it from like a Planet Hollywood or a Blockbuster. <laughs> Because nice. I, rem- I remember, like, the mom and pop shop didn't really have it on the, the corner. Uh, but uh, I remember like, that I didn't get very far that first few times, but I did enjoy it. Um, but it was, like, this was also wasn't my first time in the series. I did enjoy it on the um, Goblins on the NES. That was, like, my first experience with it. And I also remember playing the arcade uh, Ghouls and Ghosts at uh, the bowling alley that my dad uh, had his oh, wow. softball sponsor for. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, I remember playing that. So those were my first two real experiences, and that's why I kind of wanted to uh, dive into it when, whenever I got my Super Nintendo the first time. But uh, yeah, this because uh, because also of cheating, I also was able to accomplish <laughs> beating this game. But cheating, <laughs> but I did get, I did, I did get all the way to the uh, the this, on the second playthrough the, the the green boss. After I accomplished that, and I got to the final boss. I was like. This is 3 a.m. I did back-to-back days because I did a whole weekend of this game with the system being on. Uh, I had enough, and I found out that code was available, and I said, screw this, I'm turning this off for the night because (laughs) back-to-back 3 a.m. nights of just trying to grind through this game, it was enough. (laughs) Fair enough. I'd say you put your time in. Don't worry about that. Yep. Yep. (laughs) All right, Tony. Sorry, sorry. go ahead, J-Rod. I was just going to say, it's not like you're missing some grand finale movie (laughs) cutscene. No. No spoilers, but it's, it's a Super Nintendo game. What's to be expected of the True ending? True enough. But it's more than I was expecting, honestly. Let, let, yeah, let's move on to our final guest here. Tony, <laughs> Tony, my man. P1 well, wants uh, to know how far you got. <laughs> well, um, I only got as far as level 3. Wow. And I was trying to play it legit. And um, I had considered cheating 
mm-hmm. to get far- farther, but uh, I just I just couldn't do it. Um, this is not my first time playing the game, obviously. I played it way back in the day, and I'd, I'd played Ghosts and Goblins on the NES before that. Um, but I remember my friend was able to get get pretty far into the game, and I used to watch him play it all the time. And he'd get to, like, level 5 or level 6, and then he couldn't get any further. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm real familiar with the game. I'm just really, really bad at it. And uh, <laughs> J-Rock's awesome video series has gotten me to level 3, so yeah. um, I'm I'm probably going to continue playing it after it. this month just until I beat it because it, I'm having a blast with it. Oh, I mean, like it's you, really hard, but I mean, I, I enjoy it a lot. But like once you learn once you learn the patterns of it, because that's all it is, the game of patterns. There's certain yeah. random parts that are, you know, that can be a real thorn on your side. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, the sense of accomplishment for like rocking the levels, so to speak. Yeah. You know, so to speak. <laughs> so, to, so to use my words. But uh, when you rock a level and it's like you didn't even get hit. It feels pretty that's, good. That's, that's a good feeling right there. Yeah, fair so. enough. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually happy to hear that you made it to level three. With P1 not being here and J-Rock filling in, we needed someone who didn't quite <laughs> get all the way through. That's, that's the only thing we were missing. And now we have it. <laughs> Although, right. I don't know. I'd like to see him get to level 3 now, though. That's his challenge now. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's been playing it on the boat, so I'm curious to hear how, how he did. But yeah, does, he, so. does he have any... Uh, let's talk about P1 for a second. Sure. For those of you who don't know, he's overseas yeah. on a little trip. Yep. He, he went sailing away. Yep. But, yep. Uh, so uh, he's away till when? When is he coming back? He'll be back next month. I'm hoping that he'll be on next month's podcast. Uh, we're not 100% sure yet, but... Uh, but either way, J-Rock right. either way. But <laughs> oh, sweet! Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and so, did did he have a copy of this game to bring with him? He did. Yeah, he actually brought his Super Nintendo and the actual copy with him. So, because he apparently is blocked from using cartridgeclub.org <laughs> on his work computer, so he hasn't posted anything in the forum. So, yeah, yeah that's he, uh, the reason why. He's probably writing a blog about it right now, from the perspective of Arthur. I think is what he said he was going to do. So. We might be able to hear that. That could be interesting. That could be. We'll slowly see. We'll slowly see his descent into madness. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Resident Evil. We find pages out of a diary. Yeah, scattered through the the. Book. Start getting itchy. <laughs> I'm getting itchy today. Oh, eating my own arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> die, so die, itchy. stupid it face. Better than expected. <laughs> oh man. So you know what? Actually, I, I do want to bring up right quick. Um, the Cartridge Club under, Underground game because it is the genesis go- Ghosts and Ghouls, Ghouls and Ghosts, go- Goblins and, and Ghouls. It's Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls, ghouls and ghosts. ghosts. There it is. Ghouls and um, Ghosts. And Ryan, I know, has been rocking that. So, Ryan, yeah. just off the before we get into the gameplay, the, the storyline of this game is the storyline similar between the Genesis one and the Super Nintendo one? It's kind of similar, but I think it's a little darker. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because the final boss is the devil. It's mm. it's Lucifer in uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. In this oh, one, it's... Uh, Sardius. Thank you very much. I didn't know yeah. how to pronounce that name. And uh, he's more of an archange- archangel, I think it is. Oh, uh, wow, okay. But this, to me, it seems like in Ghouls and Ghosts, he's like the real McCoy, basically. He's trying to, trying to take down... Because uh, And he also kills Princess Prin Prin in the oh. Genesis version. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, the princess, 
the princess of this game you have to rescue. Her name is Princess Prin Prin. Prin Prin, yeah. Prin Prin. So we'll just get that turd out of the way right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's killed in in the Genesis or the arcade wow. version. I didn't know. Because uh, you have to I save her soul. Force. Yeah, you have to you have to save you have to save her soul in that oh, version. Wow. And uh, in this one, she's just kept, uh, captured in in Super Ghouls. That's basically like the kind of the differences from the story. Got Otherwise, it. it's generally this the same kind of plot, basically. Save okay. the princess. That's cool. I didn't know that. And you pretty much just summed up the whole plot of the Super Nintendo one. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, yeah the princess gets uh, captured by the demon yeah. in the mm-hmm. first little cutscene. Which, like I said before, that cutscene scared me as a kid, and it's pretty well done. <laughs> I think that I think this game kind of shows off uh, the strengths of the Super Nintendo's capabilities. Yeah, yeah mode seven that. all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's some powerful mode seven. Speaking um, of the intro, can we just uh, yeah. appreciate this concept that they're in this huge castle where they should be safe, and then uh, Firebrand just flies through the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that yeah. wasn't Firebrand. That was another demon. That's Red Satan, Hitler. according to the Wikipedia of it. Yeah. Wow. Satan. Right. I, I gotta get over to Wikipedia. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> is, oh, is that where you? I thought you were already there. Oh no! Uh, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> Did you so, set up? Uh, I thought you rented a furnished room there. <laughs> so yeah, Arthur. That's your main character, Arthur. Princess Prinkins. Princess Prinkins. Princess Prinkins. Too many prins. Prinkins. <laughs> Gets oh. Arthur has to save her. That's essentially the story. It's pretty generic, but uh, you know it carries yeah. you through. So with that said, it's an let's, uh, size story. Yeah, let's just jump right into the gameplay. I guess. Um, who Double wants to jump. start us off with level one? Yeah, I thought it was a good idea to uh, start off. Uh, well, I mean, uh, do it in in level form. Yeah, go talk each level, level by level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't you kick it off then, J Rock? Well, uh, why don't, you know what? I'd like to start with Brazel. All right. All right. He said he's played the first three levels, so I know <laughs> he's, he's, good boy. he's definitely beaten the first level. Yeah, Pro- probably a few times too. And I feel bad seeing him sitting there while while the rest of us jerk around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell um, so what well, do you feel? So, so level one's a funny uh, great reactions. Right? Oh, my initial reactions. Yeah. Um, first level. It's. I love I love how it like sets the tone of the game. Like yeah. it sets the tone of the game very well, just in terms of uh, not only gameplay but atmosphere as well. Um, it's it's spooky, for lack of a better term. I mean, you got you know zombies rising from rising from their graves, coming at you right away, and and it's just like you know two hits and you're dead pretty much. And, and there and there's no end to them. <laughs> there's yeah, they just keep coming, and it's just like wow. So. So this is one of those games that's just going to keep coming at you. Um, I guess the whole... Uh, that first secret ch- chest, that, that first chest, I never knew where it was. And I could never get my armor stuff going until I watched uh, J-Rock's video. Oh. And it's just like... <laughs> Changing lives! <laughs> but I still can't get it every time. I cannot get like the right place to jump I, I hear you can go all the way to the left side of the screen and jump straight up but I've always done like an arc jump yeah mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I mean it's a it's a it's a cool level it's you know it, it, it almost sets the tone for your playthrough too I mean as, as far as you know I, I'm concerned you know getting to level three but uh, <laughs> if I can get through it 
like relatively unscathed the first time. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do good. Otherwise, it's just like I'm just wasting nine lives on level one constantly. <laughs> Fair enough. Trust me, we've all been there. But yeah, that's right. yeah. That's one good uh, benefit to this game is it has the option uh, of you being able to select your life count. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you can select either one to nine lives, and you can uh, select your difficulty from beginner to professional. Now, Nobody plays I, I do have a question. I I hate to I hate to like uh, deviate from the level structure here, no, but is there ahead. any difference in like uh, you know how a lot of older games, whenever you select an easier difficulty, there's there's a I guess a different ending, or you can't get to certain levels, or or whatever. Is there any difference in terms of you know what you get to experience in the game by playing it on beginner versus say normal or hard? Uh, no, you can still get the same ending. There's no true ending based on difficulty. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. We'll, we'll talk more about that later because there's there's more to expand on there, but we save that till after. That's a little spoiler that uh, the series does to people. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah. that's a good point. It does really set the tone for the rest of the game. It's relentless. Everything's flying at you. Uh, oh, it's called haunt. It's it's called haunted graveyard. You yeah. Didn't yeah. And it takes place in a graveyard. So in yeah. the background, you see a whole bunch of coffins in the background. And mm -hmm. you've got uh, zombies spawning everywhere. Oh, and uh, based on the, the difficulty mode, the higher the difficulty, the, the more enemies spawn and the faster they move. Uh, oh, right. Huh. So that's a difference in the difficulty right there. And, yeah. Can we just appreciate just how many bodies are in this one graveyard? Yeah. <laughs> At the point where there's nothing but skulls in the ground. <laughs> yeah, and they're all falling out when the pillars come out. There, there was right. a lot of they're bodies there. Throwing them in the tree trunks and they're just spewing back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I expected uh, I expected that guy from Coach to come running by and say, they didn't move the bodies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of a poltergeist right I moved the tombstone. Oh, <laughs> that's what it was. All right. Yeah, okay, I was. gotcha. Please don't cut that. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. The guy from, the guy from Coach. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Craig T. Nelson. There you yeah, go. There you Craig go, T. Ryan. Nelson. Wow. <laughs> Craig T. The Craig T. Nelson podcast. All about I like Craig to T. believe that poltergeist and Ghostbusters take place in the same universe. Oh, I wow. they do in my mind now. Yeah, oh, that, that sounds great. good. They even look like the that. same instead of Gusto. They didn't. Yeah. You know what the problem was in Poltergeist is they didn't know who to call. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. No, little, that could be a quick movie. Did, did pretty good, I think. Sorry, we got ghosts on the brain here because, and you know, ghouls too, That's and it. goblins. So it's hard to keep track of all these things. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Okay. Skulls on so pillars of fire on, and wolves. And your first <laughs> impression of the game, like. You have to get used to all these different like, gameplay mechanics. The first level introduces the new weapons as well. Let's talk about the weapons for a second, actually, because this is the first time you get used to them. Um, I had always thought the dagger was the best weapon. Um, I was proven wrong by J-Rock. <laughs> it is in the earlier games. It can, it can be debatable, depending on what you need. As an all-around no. weapon, I believe the crossbow is definitely the way to go. Yeah, it kind of, It's sort of game-breaking, but I mean, yeah. if you want to challenge yourself with a knife, uh, all the power to you. Yeah, you can, I definitely thought so. Challenge yourself with the axe, you mean. That's the thing about this game, is you can challenge yourself in different ways, so... Mm -hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. Actually, yeah, let's talk about who. what's your favorite weapon, I guess, uh, because this would be the place where you would learn that. Uh, how about you, Ryan? What was your favorite... What was your weapon of choice? Mine weapon of choice was the dagger, the, the tried-and-true uh, weapon of the series. Uh, I did use the cross 
crossbow a lot because I feel some levels benefited or a lot easier with the crossbow. Mm-hmm. For sure. But uh, there's a couple levels for the, the first level is a one I thought is also probably a better, especially in the second half of it, going against the boss. I think it's a better because you can, if you learn, if you can line up the dragon, the charged up with the gold armor, you can one kill the dragon with uh, the charged up dragon if you hit it the right spot. Or not the dra- with the dragon attack, you kill the bird with yeah. the, the attack. Uh, and also, I think he helps out a lot. The he the the weapon <laughs> happens happens uh, help out a lot more against um, those spiky balls, uh, especially if they're uh, moving a little bit around at you. I like I like to call those the pustules. So if that's what they're <laughs> called, that's what they're called. But I don't know. They they're like <laughs> all like pussy. They're all like pussy and, and mm. bulbous, and they explode. And the big ones explode and send projectiles at you. Oh boy! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, like like you mentioned with the armor, we didn't talk about the armor structure. As you go, there is chests to find in uh, in order in each level. And as you go, you upgrade your armor. And the third set of armor, uh, or sorry, it's the uh, yeah, it's the third set of armor that you can get. It gives you the the power to charge up your weapon. And each weapon has a different charge up ability. So even just discovering that, it, it's a good experience. I remember my first time. Does everybody yes. remember their first time charging up oh. a weapon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forget it. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Getting that gold armor is pretty empowering, especially when mm. you're running around in your boxers after you get hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I also, I also liked. Uh, I think the, I think I'm like the basic crossbow better than the the homing missile ones because maybe because I'm a wimp, I don't go straight at the guys. I always like to stand back uh, mm. and fire from a distance because. When you try to do that with the homing missile, sometimes those things could be spinning around for it just seems mm-hmm. like an eternity in this game. Yeah. And that just keeps you wide open. And that's where you have to master one of the gameplay mechanics. You like this segue? You like this segue? I like it. Yes. I like it. <laughs> the double jump. Yeah. Uh, that is the the gameplay mechanic that this game introduced. Uh, as the series has evolved, each each game has introduced something different. Uh, in Ghosts and Goblins, it was, uh, sorry, no, in Ghouls and Ghosts, what, what is it, Rod? Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> it's the first, the first in the series is uh, Ghosts and Goblins, the second is Ghouls and Ghosts. Okay, in and Ghouls and Ghosts, you can no. shoot your weapon up in the air, and in Super Ghouls and Ghosts, mm. you can double jump. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Gotta love that double jump. <laughs> Actually, so that you, might... you, th- you would think, but sometimes it can be really yeah, frustrating. It, so, right. it'll... In a way, a lot of people say it's their biggest foe in this game. Yeah, I can understand that. I would say that. it was my biggest foe. Yeah, yeah. I could understand that. How Definitely about... more tricky jumping in the Super Ghouls than any other. How about you, Steven? Yeah. What, did, uh, what did you use for a weapon? Um, I remember back when I used to like play this game in arcades, I really liked the blue flame. Just because I thought it looked really cool. Really? Yeah, just looks cool, that's it. It does yeah, look cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we were saying, the bow and arrow is super OP in this game. Um, I was noticing when I was playing through that a lot of the design of the levels is just like progressing upwards as well. And there's a lot of flying monsters, not so much coming from below, but a lot of things uh, flying up and down towards you. So bow and arrow is definitely the way to go. Um, But when I was doing the second lap through the game, I was trying to use the goddess bracelet, which is basically like a huge uh, Hadouken. No spoilers, Steve! No spoilers! No spoilers! No, it's okay! (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I, thought, I thought that would be a weapon because it actually uh, devours like incoming uh, projectiles from uh, enemies. That's pretty neat. That is pretty cool, actually. 
Do we do we have a list of um, all the weapons? No. In my brain, Stephen. Yeah. I'm looking at the like the websites. Thing. There's no good good list. I'll send you the website real quick. That's it's the the website. I sent it to the the chat here. All right. Well, so, what about it's got uh, everything listed on here. I'll remember the uh, yeah. the green discus from uh, the Genesis ghosts and ghouls and ghosts. I always thought that was a pretty cool weapon. Discus. It's not. I don't believe it's in this one though. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like daggers, great because you can rapid fire them. Yeah. What about the Brazzle Man? Yeah. What did you your... think, Tony? Um. Your <laughs> well, uh, I, I I've been trying to take J Rock's suggestion of using the crossbow, but like uh, like Ryan had said, whenever you you get the homing missiles, you kind of um leave yourself open to attack if you uh, you know, if you're if the homing missile starts spinning around a flying enemy or something, it's kind of a kind of a pain in the butt. You know, I I hate getting hit at that point. Yeah. But you know, if you're if you're you know rocking and rolling with it and using it, it's really powerful. Uh, otherwise, I'd just kind of rather um, use the dagger. I, so just between the two of those, I think I think you can do pretty well. I know that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. I know you're not the only person to prefer the dagger. I know Duke from Retro Nonsense has been playing, and he says he prefers the knife. Yeah, the knife is he, good. He's been urging people not to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm watching you, Duke. I Does this see mean it. he's got a knife-based uh, walkthrough video series coming out? <laughs> I know he's pretty handy with a screwdriver, and he blasts lasers like Han Solo. <laughs> there you go. I would tune in. That sounds great. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, there's another part of level one that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, every level is kind of broken into two different parts. Uh, the mm -hmm. second part of the first level is kind of like a tidal wave area. Where uh, it's actually at the uh, it's it's right before the checkpoint to level two. Yeah. So it's at the end of the of the first level. Right, right. And it's it's completely different from the first part because it, there's not really many enemies. Um, it's really more focused on on platforming essentially. Ryan, why don't you tell us a bit about it? Because I know you had a, a comment about it. Yeah. It, it basically that part of the level I think really is designed to help you train you to learn the double jump. Uh, I mean, that part to me was like the most frustrating part of that whole level was getting past oh, yeah. that, especially because then you have to start over. I wish there was a checkpoint like right before there, but there's not. Yeah, Which, you know, because that part I don't know how many times I've missed the thing or the you know the platforms or they get wiped out or I, I was just so badly timed on the the part where the tidal wave comes down for the second time where I just get wiped out. <laughs> uh, but it really does help develop, you know. At least in my opinion, like a training system for the double jump, uh, and that's I don't know. That was the most frustrating part of that whole level for me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And especially your first time through, you don't mm -hmm. know what you're supposed to do. No, nope. <laughs> all of a sudden there's a huge tidal wave on the screen and you're dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Until you some of the pillars wipe get wiped out too, and they get removed. So that's it. That's it. And that and that's the part I never got past as a kid. Mm -hmm. Understand? Because I didn't figure it out till later. You're supposed to stand on the pillars. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you're not swept away by the waves because you're on the pillar. That's it. And you have to watch out for those giant clams, too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> watch out for giant clams spitting eyeballs at you. Yep. That's, a, that's, that's, a weird, that's a weird life. thing to say. Good life yeah, it's lesson. a life lesson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I remember being stuck on that when I was a kid. There's one other game that does a similar... I think it's one of the Tiny Toon games on Super Nintendo. Um, but it's like the only two games I know that ever had this sort of mechanic where you're going to get wiped away unless you stand in this one certain spot. 
you know what else does that is uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. They have a really cool uh, well, tidal wave. Oh, that's right. Level. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It okay, looks really neat that. on the three DS version. Yeah, where the waves actually come at the screen rather as opposed to this one where there's just up and down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From background to foreground. Yeah, that's a good way to, to see the progression. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a really that's a really cool animation. It is. It really is, yeah. From from the background to foreground and uh and then there's enemies on the screen that you have to deal with and then so you gotta dispatch them. Yeah. And then like Ryan was talking about, you have to time your jumps with uh there's like just a sliver of grass on this on this Yeah, I love that spot. Lake, <laughs> yeah. and you got to jump on it. And uh, if you do, and you make it to uh, to land to dry land, you're at the checkpoint for level one. That's mm-hmm. right. And then you get into the uh, what do you call them? Pustules. There's uh, yeah. There's pustules. I'm sure they have an official name, but I call them pustules because they're big and pussy, <laughs> and they're bulbous, and they call ex- them a pussy. Yeah, a pussy. I'm calling them. <laughs> they all a bunch of pussies, man. <laughs> Y'all, y'all the pusses. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, they, they blow up, and there's two kinds. There's big and small. The big ones, when they explode, if you don't kill them in time, they will shoot projectiles at you. So it's best to dispatch them quickly. And those skeleton carts that come and have and fly at you and hit you. Oh, oh yeah. Those. Oh, and you, you always the jump earth, on the them, too, moves. when you're not always, supposed to. Always jump on them. Yeah. <laughs> like your natural instinct but nope <laughs> yeah. yeah there's cer- certain cues and uh when your character reaches a point in the level the ground or something moves and then shit happens <laughs> yeah pretty much you know and who are you gonna call that's right Arthur, 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 Arthur. i guess yeah, yeah. You thank you thank you very that's much right, I, I was gonna say arthur he can't call anybody so yeah. it's hard it's hard <laughs> Yeah, he's got a rough go. Can we talk about the jumping feature for hey, a second too? Absolutely, definitely. Did, like, so it's a little bit different than your like normal like platformer game where where you when you jump, uh, you can keep your momentum moving. But like in this game, in all the Ghoul series, when you jump and you move, you're basically stuck in that way. You can't move anywhere again. The double jump can change it slightly. Uh, but once you commit to that second double jump, you're screwed, basically. You have to make sure yeah. you're going to the correct spot. It's true. It's it's very similar to, like, the um, like Castlevania 3, or even the original Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, when you jump, you make that arc, and that's it. You're committed. Mm-hmm. This is very similar, except if picture you're jumping like that, and then you can jump again, and mm-hmm. once again, you're committed to the second jump. So. But you're, you're able to select whether you want to jump left, right, or even just straight up with your second jump. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then once you select so, it, you're committed until you hit that ground again. So Yeah. But that's yeah. a really cool uh, ability uh, to be able to change direction. It comes in handy in certain platforming parts and when you're avoiding enemies, of course. For sure, for sure. So yeah, you, you, this is the first level. You bear all of this somehow. Yeah, you make it to all the this end. is coming through your through your head. It's <laughs> like it. crazy, you're do- dodging flame carts, you're dodging pustules, <laughs> <laughs> and you get to the end of it, and you run into the first boss, which is the cockatrice. Um, this is like a bird boss, and this is when the the crossbow really comes in handy because you're sort of aiming up at his head. But uh, what did you guys think of the first boss? Did anybody have any trouble? Uh, how about you, Stephen? What did you think of the first boss? Yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah, like you were saying before, like it's once again just one of those things where it's above you. So if you have that bow and arrow, for an example, you're pretty much set. 
It's true. Uh, the only like every a lot of uh, spacing with these games, like just don't stand too close, and it'll be all right. Yeah. You know, just double jump shoot if you've got a um, like the like the basic lance or the daggers. Uh, the eggs might roll a bit more than you might think sometimes. <laughs> yeah, those eggs. You know, are like you know what, Stephen? You, you said if you have the lance, listen, you got to drop that lance like and sink. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Go for the knife if you're going to go for anything different, but I strongly recommend the crossbow. Well, Doom. <laughs> there are certain Jeez. people who can run through this first level with the blue flame, and that's totally right. Yeah. That's yes. But once he shoot? once he shoots his head at you, man, that's blue flame territory right there. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. know weapon is really crazy. <laughs> that weird boomerang thing where it goes forward a bit and comes back and goes up and then goes back to you. That is oh, a I know, the the triblade or something it's called. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is. A, the tri- yeah, that, that can actually sucks. that can actually come in handy sometimes against the uh, the demon dudes, but uh, yeah, it, it sucks big time. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, nobody ever it, tries to get the trident. It's not at all decent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much the first one. Was there any other uh, points anybody wanted to make about level one? I just wanted to say about uh, when you face the boss, how satisfying is that crunch when you hit the boss? Yeah, that's a good oh, feeling. Yeah. The sound in this game is amazing. The, the, the music and the, the satisfaction you get from hitting an enemy, it's one of those games where you feel satisfied. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. One thing I just I'm... think is neat about the first level is just those little, uh, those little crypts you sort of jump into. With the the skull flowers usually inside, oh, I just yeah, think that's, that's neat. Right. Yeah, you skip it all together. You can just you know, he just like jumps in. It's like a little room. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that was a nice little touch. It was a nice touch. Yeah, great first level. Really sets the tone. Mm. You know, good introduction. I think that and music I, too, man. That's iconic video game it history. Really Let me put oh, it yeah. again. There there you so go. Good. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it, it's a staple, really, of the whole series too. Yeah. Is this yeah. song? This song is carried out throughout. Yeah, it's in oh, yeah. Uh, it's in Goblins, Ghouls, and Super Ghouls, and yeah. it actually appears in Maximo also. No, no way! Awesome. Iconic. I love it. I love it. And there's a there's a ton of great covers out there too. If you want to check them out, on just search for Haunted Graveyard covers. Cool. Mm-hmm. If uh, yeah. if uh, Nestor hasn't done it, I probably haven't heard. That that's an early that's an early uh, request I gave to him. I know oh, he's yeah? on, I know it's on his to do list. Awesome, awesome. We'll be looking forward. Maybe this will be the uh, the motivation he needs. It's probably been <laughs> dead to death by now, really. No. He's probably gonna find a graveyard to film it in. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. all he's been waiting for. <laughs> all right, so maybe we should get on to level two then. Yeah. Level two, the sea of despair. Perfect. Well, good transition right there. Yeah, I'm used all to right. those. I all set right. those up all the time. Yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, well, let's start. This time we'll start with Steven. Steven, mm-hmm. what did you think of the Sea of Despair? Oh, let me put the music on for that, too. There you go. Oh, yeah. I like that you start on the little dock and then you jump to the boat and then the dock uh, crumbles. This is basically what P1 goes through every time he. <laughs> <laughs> He has to get on his Canadian Navy boat. Yeah, this would, this would totally be the one he relates to most, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Cartridge Club that org got blocked, I think. And I'm sure and I'm sure there's tons yeah. of people he wouldn't mind ghosting. True enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool level. Uh, these boats are not too safe, once again, like the Canadian Navy. <laughs> they're, they're, always, they're always sinking. 
So every time you proceed up up a level, usually uh, the level you just left will be underwater. Lots of ghosts. Yeah. Uh, those can be tricky because it's depending on where they spawn out from. Uh, the mimic, they're, mimic they're the chests. Spawning, they're the spawning enemy in this level is the ghost. Oh yeah, they're. I hate them. I hate them yeah. so much. <laughs> they're, they're they're what I like to call like the X factor. They're they're sort of random. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The the ball and chain swinging back and forth, and J Rock in his uh. It's carefree, happy-go-lucky jumping style when you go on that one uh, that one rope that takes you from one boat to the next and you did that double jump to get up. That's crazy stuff, I man. I know. I oh, started doing that, do that after seeing you do that. Oh, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. well, you, you do the jump under the, the swinging axe and then jump back up onto the platform. Right. That's risky business. It is. <laughs> um, before, I, I'm sure we'll have more to say about this, but I just want to say the next area is you need patience. It's not a fun area. When that is a little raft and the, the I actually seas are going up and down. I actually really like that area. Really? Do tell. Yeah. What is it about I, it that you like? I I I, <laughs> I it's kind of suspenseful, you know? And yeah, it and it's yeah. and it's kind of like what's coming, what's coming. I don't know, you know, it it, it kind of keeps you on edge and I and I kind of like that. That's true. And that. and for those listening, like it what it is is essentially you're on this raft. The screen moves itself and yeah. you're just kind of stuck on the raft. Um, and then you can go back and forth a bit, but it's definitely a different pace than what you yeah. used to up to that point. Yeah. It's it's like Arthur is Tom Hanks in Castaway, except he doesn't have uh, the comfort of a volleyball. <laughs> well, yeah, and he has yeah. to deal with with the um, if he's playing on an uh, LCD TV through S Video when the <laughs> oh. thunder strikes, the entire screen flips upside down on top of oh, it. Oh man! <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would make things a little difficult, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I did notice some problems when I was recording uh, some gameplay through my my. He's a hopog, but it would uh, when Arthur would get hit, he'd kind of disappear from the screen instead of flash. Yeah. Huh. So there there can be some problems with playing Super Nintendo games certain ways, I guess. Yeah, I have also had that feature happen to me where I had to switch it back to S video because I was playing on RGB SCART or through RGB SCART and that screen would flip upside down for any time the even even when you did the uh the uh fully charged crossbow, they would do that too for that same exact yeah, feature. Yeah, it does it for me. I'm it just using S video and it and it does it. Wow. Hey, hey Ryan. What's up? Hey Ryan. What's up? Skart. <laughs> Sounds dirty. That's Skart. good. It's good though. Skart. I've Skart. never uh, heard of the screen Skart. flipping like that. That's that's fascinating to me. Does it stay flip or is this just like No, it, it almost looks like the TV turns off for me almost like for a second and it just like <laughs> flips like that where that and I'm like, well, I yeah. can't play like yeah. this, so Yeah, wow. just a second. It's just like just while like the the lightning strikes, it's like you know, as you hear the sound effect, everything turns upside down. Wow. And then yeah, and then it just flips right back to normal. It's 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 nuts. It's that not it's it's distracting, but it's not like it's not too bad that it like completely ruins your your play or anything. Yeah, there it's could like be it, some it's... people that might think that's part of the game if this was their first time playing. Yeah, that could be an <laughs> yeah. effect. Never know. I, well, well, actually, me. speaking of glitches, Duke was saying he had yeah. some glitches on his yeah, card. Yeah. Please tell. Oh, he was playing some of the levels, and the whole level disappeared, or something. Oh, I think. that's right. And he I just saw the enemies, and it, I think invisible he said, bosses. Yeah, yeah. he still beat them. He yep. was, yeah, he beat them, but he was he was playing on uh, one of those ret. What, what console was that? Retron two, something three or something. Yeah, yeah. So who knows if that had something to do with it? But 
Yeah. Wonder. It sounds like did, dirty uh... context to me. <laughs> J-Rock, what do you think of, of this level? Oh, it, uh, like uh, Tony was sort of trying to uh, convey there, the the second part of the level is sort of uh, the only kind of breather you get so far. Every every bit of the game has kind of been pushing you along. Yeah, You've had no break from the enemies, and this is your first uh, second to sort of get a breather, and uh, you can hang back and take care of the enemies that are further ahead of you. Right. Yeah, fair enough, because you're not sort of rushing along, and there's not no spawning enemies that keep comp coming at you. At least the enemies that appear here, once you kill them, they're dead. Some of them you even see coming along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Be, once again, back and, down to foreground. As, as Steven mentioned, the the mimics there's there's chests with enemies in them and not goodies. Mm-hmm. So you uh, oh, they yeah. look they look very different. So you'll you'll learn you'll probably notice the difference right yeah. away. Cause, well, cause they're they paler, are, and you you don't have to do any special jumps to make them appear. <laughs> true yeah. enough. I did have some trouble with those though because color isn't really my thing. I don't see color that well. And those chests. Until I, I realized I'm not making them appear, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I, should, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't think we've we've covered that yet fully uh, no. about the gameplay. But uh, there's chests that, like we said, the armor upgrades. That's how you get them through the chests, and yep. uh, yep. how you get them is by performing s special jumps in certain spots in the game uh, to make them show up. So you have to make these jumps to make the chests appear, and these ones are just sitting there. So yeah. There's something fishy to use uh, C lingo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Nautical lingo. <laughs> yeah. How did you uh, discover all the locations, J-Rock? You seem to know them like with the, like the back of your hand. Ye years of practice yeah. and playthroughs. Wow. Trial and error. Yeah, I'm. I am going. I'm going to go for a no game overrun. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'll lose a couple lives, but I'll, I'm going to start the game on the, the regular setting as normal with three lives, yep. and I'll do that. Just and I'll, and I'll and I'll record it and uh, yeah, hopefully, maybe even record it for like world record purposes or something or some <laughs> some sort of record, some sort Aim of record. High. Put it on, on Twitch. Twin. I would watch that. That sounds awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. So yeah, you you go through the boat area, then you get on the mm -hmm. raft area, mm -hmm. then you come to the boss area, which is like this barnacle guy. Do you know the name of him? Anybody? Uh, I think that's that's it. I think it's like barnacle giant Joe. Barnacle, stupid barnacle, barnacle bomb guy. Barnacle, barnacle bomb. Bill. There he is. Hey, barnacle Bill. Boss. <laughs> yeah, he's. I don't know. We found him pretty easy. You're still on your raft. You just go back and forth and you shoot at him. You can go up and down and move around. It's more like a shooter at this point. Um, yeah. Just for this one boss. I didn't think he was too hard. Um, how about you, Tony? How what did you think of, of this guy? Well, I. I couldn't beat him the first couple times, and I don't really know why. I think the first time I faced him, I had accidentally picked up the axe. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this time, I, I when I beat him this morning, um, I had the uh, the homing missiles. And when you have the homing missiles, he's easy. He's Ooh. easy. Oh, yeah. Because you just, you just, you know, keep, you, you lead him on, and he's, like, chasing you, and you just, you know, <laughs> start throwing the homing missiles facing the other way, and I just go around and hit him, you That's know? That's it. That's yeah. it. It's he's he's pretty he was a lot simpler than I thought he was you know after fighting him with the axe so understandably wow you just pick all the hardest weapons by the sounds of things yeah yeah I, <laughs> not not on purpose yeah <laughs> and this that raft level is particularly hard to dodge some of the weapons that drop yeah you're getting forced along if you're not already ahead of it you're pretty much running yeah into it. there's there's spiky fish 
point at you that drop uh, yeah. the weapons sometimes. And uh, That's it. Uh, one feature that we didn't discuss about the level is that the water level is constantly rising and lowering. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you have to adjust uh, dodging projectiles from enemies, yeah. and it's just it's it's crazy. Yeah, it really is like a shooter. So, it's shooter meets platforming. Yeah, it feels also, like it feels like you're on rails for sure. Yeah. yeah. I also like when you see like the backgrounds where you can see like in the distance like that green guy, whatever those yeah. green creatures they appear, yeah. and that really uh, I think that's really neat where you see them in else and then they pop up on the next screen. Yeah, those are pretty cool. It's also worth knowing that the raft you're actually kind of stuck to. You can still double jump mm-hmm. all you like, but the raft will always follow you. But sometimes they'll want you to jump to a different raft, and then it might not follow you anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure there's definitely been some deaths as a result of that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's for true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that boss? Anyway, is he like, um, he's got like barnacles for like a yeah, hat. He's yeah. a barnacle. Yeah. And he's, he's just... got like a, uh, like a hurricane below him. Yeah. It almost looks a bit like an octopus or something? I don't know. Yeah, maybe like his legs crab. are just spinning really fast. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That could be it. <laughs> yeah, it's like an evolved Pokemon. <laughs> and, he, and he shoots uh, uh, cone-shaped shells at you. Yeah. Uh, in that's sequence. the trickiest so That's the trickiest part. Uh, actually, if you can peg him constantly with the crossbow, the homing missiles, and just keep hitting him, he won't be able to get uh, a shot off on you because he won't get a breather from that. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he won't get a shot off on you. Otherwise, you're you have to dodge these uh, projectiles. Sometimes there's three of them on different heights, and all this while the water level is going up and down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's not is there there's not really any warning for when he'll start shooting, is there? It just sort of happens. Uh, there is some audio cues. Oh, is there? He does make that. some noise. He like make, I can't do the noise. I, I know I do a lot of impressions, but it, I'm shocked. <laughs> I was expecting a noise. Uh, I'm sure I could do something, but it'd be probably something else. <laughs> um, He's like, a curiosity, um, mm-hmm. Ryan, is there a level like this in the Genesis version? No, there is not. Uh, no. That's This is where the Super Nintendo will show its powers off more than the Genesis, <laughs> or the arcade even doesn't even show it off, have a level like this. So. Wow, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I was curious, I was curious. It's got the level with the, like, the windmills instead, right? Oh, they, yeah, they do have like a beach. It's like a beach where you have to watch out for turtles. Oh, yeah, but uh, I love turtles. I like turtles. Well, these are evil turtles. <laughs> evil evil turtles. turtles need love yeah. too. They just need a little love <laughs> and and some guidance from a a, a well spoken oh. rat. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> a kindly old rat martial arts master. Does he learn it from? Does he learn his karate from a book though? No. <laughs> No, he never learns his karate. Don't bring that. Don't ever talk oh. about that. Sorry. Ever again. <laughs> soft spot. Soft spot. He learned, he learned it from a guy in his cage. And yes. Yes. Yeah. Mimicking his movements. <laughs> oh, that, that bugs That's me. That's way too. more believable. I don't, want, I don't want him to start as a rat. <laughs> Splendor needs to be human first, then rat. Oroko Saki? Next time on the Retro Fandango Turtles <laughs> Fall. Where are we going? If only. Have they, have they tackled the Turtles movies yet? I, uh, I can't yeah, remember Steven. at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was on the episode, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, but you guys it, skipped. Was it uh, all the of them? Movie or? though, you guys really just dosed over it. That's the best one. <laughs> well, yep. next time I'll dream up something a little thinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little two J rock. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That was level two. <laughs> yeah, that's a good game. We should talk yeah. about that. Oh, Super boy. Ghouls and Ghosts. We uh, level three. We yeah. uh, every one of us here has 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 demolished and rocked the giant barnacle. 
Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's yep. a ghost. Is there, so is there, like, is there any, any other... feelings on level two that anyone else would like to share while we're here? It's the longest level in the game, in my opinion. Really? Maybe because maybe it's the slow raft, but to me, here. it seems like it's mm. the longest. It's, and, yeah. the, t the time is actually set from when you get to... From the start of the level, you have five minutes, and when you get to the boss, it's around two minutes. And right. it's always it's always two minutes. So you're uh, for speedrunners. Sorry, you're screwed. Interesting, yeah. huh? Yeah, stupid speedrunners. Hmm. <laughs> always rushing all like the, it would be the levels every single time. Hmm. Yeah, just a little little bit of little hint of knowledge there on you. All right, here. Oh. Let me drop this now. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's a, three. That's a good track too. <laughs> So now we're getting to level three, which is called, I believe, the Crucible of Flame. No, 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 P two. You gotta say it like Crucible, Crucible of Flame. Flame. I'll, I'll edit that in. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's start off with this one. Uh, we did. We started with Tony, Steve, J Rock, or Ryan. Ryan, what, what was what did you think of this one? Um, this this level, it's uh. I don't know, I'm trying to say it. It's kind of well. You start off in like a fire pit, and then you have to work your way down into more of like lava and dodge these uh, giant bear-like creatures, I guess, if you will, that yeah. shoot flames from their mouths. Yeah. And you have to watch out for these little. Those uh, guys are awesome. The, where are the little guys? Are they just uh, imps? Little fire? They come out yeah, of lava. They're called imps. 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 Well, the imps yeah. they come around, so you have to really dodge around those two guys. They, but they the one spawn thing... out of every pit. Yeah. And this is also like your for well the next like really challenging part I would say the most challenging part of the level is when you have to jump through the lava kind of to get on these pillars. Yes, that is because true. they're really tiny uh, pillars, and then uh, eventually you run into the first uh, firebrand in this game, and mm -hmm. then uh, uh, but like J Rock said, just kind of just go just just run past them. And uh, then you kind of get into like a mode seven level area where the buildings are all the building like spins around with the way you walk. Uh, yeah. But the most frustrating boss I would say, or boss uh, villain of this level would be those dog-like creatures with the spears. Oh, um, I hate those guys. Oh, that was like the most frustrating part of this whole level for me was that I, that's the one thing I'm going to take more out of this level is that that's the level. And then if you can, you can, I was eventually manipulating them with the the moving of the the building. Where they would just yeah. fall straight down, but that part—if you can get past that part—you're smooth sailing because the boss is a breeze. Yeah, those guys oh, yeah. used to drop right on my head. I used to hate mm -hmm. those guys. Little yeah. cyclops guys. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, they are cyclops, but I'm not sure of their official name. But and yeah. then you gotta go like slowly you, for sure. Like you said earlier, that the hardest part, because I mean, the first part of the level is super cool looking. You're kill, killing the Berenstein bear looking guys. And the little imps, um, and and that's hard enough on its own. But once you get to that lava pit with the pillars that you have to jump on, it's kind of like the tidal wave part, except on crack. Like it's so much. Harder. <laughs> oh, I hated that part. That part's um, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. that. that it's, it's that frustrating part from level one, and it's yeah. it's repeated. I don't know how many times. Like ten <laughs> times. At least you can uh, jump out of the lava if you fall in there. True. You, true. you have one one chance, Stephen. Then you're in your boxes. That's all you got. I'd like to see you try, Steven. Okay. Vol Volcano I streamed 2. the game. Volcano 2, starring Tommy Lee Jones and Steven Eider. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. But, yeah, other than that, other than the Cyclops guy, 
it gets pretty breezy after that lava part. Um, but what did uh, Tony? You made it to level three. How far into level three did you make it? Um, I got past that first little pillar jumping area yep. to the uh, like the little conveyor belts. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I remember. And I didn't get any further than that. Though I think whenever I tackle it again this week. I will probably get past that point because it's actually not too. It doesn't doesn't that point itself doesn't seem too bad. But I, I mean, I, I haven't gotten any further than that yet. Um, yeah. I, I hate those imps though. Oh. I mean, especially when you have the homing missiles. I mean, it is hard to hit them. <laughs> it's yep. true. It's true. Yeah. Here here's the strategy for them. Each uh, each one one comes out of each uh, fire pit, and they'll go straight up in the air, hover for a bit, and then they'll come down. And that's their behavior. So just when you see one come up, duck down, wait till they come back down, and just one by one take your time in that first little part there. Yeah. And then watch watch that one of those final ladders when you're coming down. There is that that bare fire breathing guy that we're all talking about. You got to avoid. Yeah. It's a cool graphic. He's got a cool graphic. I like that. They're a big enemy. Yeah. <clears throat> Very detailed. What did you think <laughs> of the level, uh, Steve? It's awesome. Cool level. Yeah. That is cool. Big evil Satan furnace level. Does it transfer into the uh, this, the mode seven towers? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. I, all you're doing, I guess, is just running up a spiral tower. But of course, they wanted to pump their mode seven. That's it. Get all spinning. <laughs> and yeah, like I mentioned, the uh, red arum or ace or firebrand is there for the first time. Oh, I like. I almost don't know what to call those guys. There's so many names. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. It's funny though, because like in the first one, he's there in the first level to kick your ass, and if you don't yeah. have the pattern down, it's just like, nope, forget it. <laughs> well, I beat him just for you, Steven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Keep yeah. going. I want to see the rest of it. <laughs> see what I can do. But yeah, uh, yeah the Crucible of Flame. Yeah, that, that's flame. This is the first time you run into that Red Demon guy, and he is hard. Like, and he's a staple of the series too, right? He's in every single one. Yeah. Yeah, and then he even has his own series. But what With is this pattern? Attacks. Like, what what is this pattern? What what is it? When you attack, it's pretty he jumps. random. It's the one of the most random patterns. In the, it's like yeah, it's the most random pattern in the game. Oh, he's hard. There he's there hard. is there is a pattern to him, but yeah, <laughs> he, normally it's like he's in one of the upper corners and he'll swoop down and yeah, that's when he hits you and uh, swoops to the other corner afterwards. Yeah, I like that he's got more attacks now. Like, he can spit a little fireball. He can drop little imps. Yep, yeah, yep. he has those three spiraling imps he'll send flying at you. But yeah, the he best also seems to get... Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, he also seems to like get stuck in the ground sometimes and can get yeah. coming up from behind you. Yeah. That, that was like, the most awesome. frustrating part when that happens. Mm-hmm. And that's and when you persistent. run. <laughs> he'll keep chasing you. Yep. Unless you cheat like Jair, I can just get to the checkpoint and die. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a little life hack. I, I wanted to share that life hack with you, P2, after you asked on the, in the forums. Yeah, I the forums, cartridgeclub.org, the forums. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you asked how to get past that guy. And yeah, you, you could just run past him and get yeah. to the mm-hmm. checkpoint. And then, ta-da, it does even work. if he kills you. It works. Mm-hmm. But you did pa- have him stop chasing me at one point, which was great. Yeah. yeah, I've had I've had a two of them chase me later on in the game through a yeah. level. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so yeah, you get through the tower part, and then you get to the boss. Who's the boss of this one? Is it the worm? I yep. believe he's called 
the second cousin of the Mongolian death worm. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a graboid. It's, yeah, it I is think, a graboid. <laughs> but is there a Mongolian death worm from like one of the other games? So this is like his second cousin. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. That's Beetlejuice sandworm from Mars. That yeah, looks really buried on Mars. It really does look like a, a yeah, sand. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Or that one from Dune. But yeah. Um, nice. So this boss, I don't know, he's, he's pretty easy once you get to him. Um, he just kind of circles around you on the platform and you just shoot him. And then if you have a good enough weapon, he's dead before you can do much else. Um, well, I wanted to say before you lead up to this boss, there's, yeah, a, little bit, like, there's a little bit of platforming there. And that really reminded me of Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. When, when you're facing the dragon and there's that little lead up. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're so right. I got a little feel there. <laughs> yeah, I watched I watched mm-hmm. J-Rock's video of that, and I I do agree. I mean, it's just like you're you're jumping, and <laughs> there's like nothing like, below you. And... It's just black background, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is very Mega Man 2-esque. Mm-hmm. 2-esque. That's, I'm, that's copyrighted now. Mega <laughs> Man 2-esque. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mongolian deathworm second cousin, he just circles you, and then if you don't dispatch him in time by shooting him left to right and hit him in the head, uh, he shoots projectiles. Yeah. Whole bu- a whole bunch of rocks. Uh, yeah. and <laughs> Pebbles, one might say. I, ha- I have to say that I do not condone the use of these rocks for evil purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't too bad. What did you... Uh, Ryan, what did you think of this boss? He he's very he's he's pretty easy uh, the beat, but the one thing you have to watch out for is when he shoots the uh, the projectiles. I think backwards is when it's yeah. the trouble. When he shoots it up, it's pretty easy because you can just space out where they're gonna fall down and have to worry about it. Yes, yes. But when he shoots it backwards, it's like you really have no reaction time when that's coming backwards because they always come. If he shoots it to the left of the screen, yes. you get a little bit more time for him to come back, so you can at least try to make some kind of attempt to dodge it. But yeah. if you if he goes to the right side of the screen. You're you're kind of screwed, at least from my experience with it. So. Yeah, you're you're right on that, Ryan. Like you said, like when it comes from the left, you have that reaction time, and even if you do get hit by them, you're sent flying to the right where there's a platform. Mm-hmm. When it. it comes from the right, you get hit. You're flying into nothing. You're done. <laughs> uh, and I also there's a a technique that I hear people have used. I haven't used it myself, but. Uh, you can pause the game when he shoots the projectiles up, and you'll be able to see where the the rocks ah. are falling, and you'll be able to position yourself. But it's like the same place every time. You can this is like the safe zone. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Hmm. But yeah, if he shoots to the side, jump straight up, and if he shoots up, uh, yeah, move to the side if you have to. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, that's the Crucible of Flame. Anybody else got anything they want to mention? When I was a kid, um, we uh, used to kind of sing to the music of this level. Oh, really? Nice. My, we own my friend. Here we go. But it was funny because we didn't think those big <laughs> characters were um, were uh, like the bears. We thought they were just like giant fat cats. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they and, we were, yeah. and we were called, we were like, Pussy Cat. <laughs> Burn my ass! <laughs> wow, it does go with the tune. I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's watch that's... out, you'll get burned. <laughs> there you go. So I'm, uh... I'm always gonna hear that now when I'm on that level. Good, good, because I do too. <laughs> I I hear a lot of things a lot of times. <laughs> 
Wow, interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Looks like this is this is the song. Here's some coming out of love. <laughs> All right. Flying at you in a weird so, With that said, let's get into my least favorite level, and that is oh. Ghoul's stomach. The mm-hmm. stomach. I did not have much luck with this level. In this level, that's how I feel after one coffee too many. Yeah, yeah. Just twisting and turning and yeah, spikes coming Yeah, you're pretty much out. inside of a giant demon, or ghoul, I guess it says here, but... Yeah, it's apparently you got swallowed by a ghoul. I don't know when that happened. Yeah, when does that happen? I don't know, I guess you just sort of, like, end up there. You walk through that door, and I guess maybe it's a magical door? Maybe. There's a lot of magical doors out there in fi- fictional universes, so... That is true. Maybe it's just... Maybe the ghoul is just sitting there with his mouth open on the other side of the door, just waiting oh, for you in. That's, maybe. that's great. Yeah. That's like that's... one of those Mario 2 doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hmm. And even so, yeah. find, uh, like, Bonk's Adventure when you go inside the dinosaur. Hmm. Bonk's Adventure, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and then cool. you have, and then you have these these arseholes with axes. Yeah, J Rock, talk, talk, explain this level to us because it's it's pretty weird. Yeah, it's mm. a pretty weird level, uh, and it's another one of those levels that kind of shows off the Super Nintendo's capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, you're dealing with these these guys with axes that spawn sometimes randomly from the walls and floor and ceiling, mm. and they sort of do an up up and down sort of motion out towards you. So, and then. As you move along, uh, the floor will start to flash red. And once it starts to flash, you got to put on the dash. <laughs> <laughs> love that line. I know you love it. That's why I used it. <laughs> 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 and then you got to jump up onto these platforms because if you don't, uh, the ground turns into uh, spikes yeah. and uh, you are out of luck. So you got to jump onto these platforms and then the level gets turned on its head, 180 degrees. Yep. Yeah. And your platform, you stand still, and the whole world transfers around you, essentially, so it's like a completely different spot when it's done. There's a level similar to this in Castlevania 4, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just, the- like, really one room, honestly, in Castlevania. Yeah, true, true, true. You whip onto a thing, and then it spins around. Right, right. But yeah, so that's this level, and the first part of it anyway, and it is kind of annoying. I find the hardest part in this part was jumping over the, the long bunch of spikes. You just have to get so close to the edge, um, otherwise you're landing on spikes. Did anybody else have any trouble with this first part? <laughs> I kind of did, because I kept on getting, uh, when you could jump in those like cages that flip the, the screen upside down, Yep. Uh, those those blue guys always just came, they would spawn right underneath me every time, and I... Uh, I know they say there's ways you can manipulate those guys, but I could never figure it out, and it just kept happening and happening. Uh, Especially on the second run through, it really kept on happening. And with the crossbow, I, I you know, when it, you have that charged up or not charged up, uh, when you have it as the homie missile, they would just like for some reason just dance around those guys in circles, and it was just just like the worst <laughs> experience for that. Yeah, those guys were frustrating, especially if you throw in the spinning homie missiles. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. That's tough. And that's the thing is when you're stuck on that platform, you can't move. It, the whole screen mm-hmm. moving, you're not. <laughs> if something spawns, you're going to get hit. I think, then, the, I think the digger, though, can go through it, though. That's the only thing I can think about. It's like, I think you can shoot through it. So. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Huh. And then you got to deal with those uh, 
Those skulls, great, and then this yeah. time they're flaming and green. They're green flames. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tastes like mint. More hits. <laughs> yeah, minty skulls. Yeah. yeah. Did not like them either. But yeah, you get through that part, and then you get into probably the grosser part, which is sort of like, I guess you're in like the intestine. I guess at that point, or <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, it's gross. I never, I never thought of that. Arthur's sort of like the turd in a <laughs> in the intestine of this ghoul. Yeah. I think he's riding on a turd. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, a bony. Gross. It's the bony turd. It's the monster eating yeah. its people. So that makes sense. Thanks, Stephen. And that now you is, can't unsee something. <laughs> how's that for Mode 7? That is yep. rad. <laughs> mode 7 ghoul uh, anus. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, this part is gross. You can see the uh, the insides moving around and stuff. And essentially what this part is, you're riding on a platform. Um, the screen's shaking around as you're riding on it. And there's steam and stuff shooting out. And there's little imps. There's just a lot going on. Um, this is the part that I had a lot of trouble with. Uh, just getting through that steam, really. Um, how about you, Stephen? What did you think of this part? Uh, well, actually, Jerog mentioned it in his video of this level, but it's interesting that you can jump through, I, would, I guess you would say, is the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there's that one part. That yeah. actually makes it a lot easier. But yeah, it's, just, it's very disorienting. Everything's it's kind something of moving I, some, back and forth. And... Yeah, that's something I never realized till later, until mm -hmm. uh, I experimented a little more. But yeah, you can jump th through that part and essentially around the enemy there, and the what, like, they brought back the pustules. They mm -hmm. forgot to mention they're back, yep. and they're and they're blowing up on you. So, uh, and then you got the steam, so you can jump through that. I call it the membrane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's um yeah neat neat level kind of kind of lacking in just looks though. You know what I mean? It's just kind of yeah. basic the whole level. Yeah. And if you're tired, it's it screws with your eyes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it shakes around a lot. It does yeah. require some focus. If you have motion sickness or something, then sign this waiver. Yeah. To enter mm -hmm. the ghoul's stomach. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, well, mine's again trying to show off the fancy features of the Super Nintendo. That's it, Tony. Have so, you seen uh, this level? No. <laughs> well, the first part of it, yeah. but uh, the second part, I I didn't watch through. Uh, admittedly, all of the. Uh, Jerox episode on this because I hadn't gotten that far on. Oh, the that's game, so. understandable. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that first part with the mode seven. I mean, it really is just showing off the mode seven. This whole level, that's all it really yeah. is doing. Yeah, I have that in my notes. That I call this the mode seven level. Yeah, that's that. That pretty much sums up. What else uh, about this level do you remember, Ryan? That stands out to you? Um, what's it called? I would say, I guess, the boss. Basically, if, if we want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, sure. That what Hydra? Yeah, it's the Hydra? Awesome. The three-headed dragon thing? Yeah. Right. It, it, what's it called? It's this so, is definitely... I was gonna say so this easy! One. Yeah, yeah. He, is. he is. He's a definitely a crossbow guy. If you get, if, you know, this one, I think, really benefits from it because, you know, if the homing missiles, you can just uh, just stand back from this guy just in a while, and he keeps hitting one of the three faces. And uh, the one thing about him, I don't know if this only happens on the second playthrough because I only saw it in the second playthrough. But the first or the second playthrough, he breaks up and goes into little snakes and eventually jumps to the other side back and forth. Yeah, I, yeah. depends how long you take to beat him. I yeah. guess. I'm My um, second very, time through that happened too. I didn't, I didn't see it on the first time through, only the second time. So the same thing happened to me, but it, I think it was because I didn't have the crossbow. But I'm not 100. percent But he did break up for me too. Okay, well, since we let the cat out of the bag anyways on the second time through, you have to play the game a second time through. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 
And Spoiler. there's also a giant <laughs> heart in the background. That's kind of cool. No, but uh, oh, one, one thing you might find interesting about the second time through is that it sets the difficulty to the next difficulty up. Oh, so yeah. if you played on normal, then you're playing on, well, I think expert is the next one. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so the enemy, the, the bosses have a little bit more health, and like I said earlier, the enemies spawn on you quicker. Very cool, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But, but yeah, talking about the ghoul stomach boss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what did you think about him, J-Rock? Uh, it's, it's the first level that introduces lag. Yeah, the big lag boss. And it actually, this it game... It is lag since level one. Yeah, level one's like the worst offender of lag. Oh yeah, that's true. But this is where, where you really feel it. Yeah, it really ramps it up. <laughs> and this is one of the most exploited levels from that. Yeah, mm. it's true. You, any projectile, anything is coming at you. You have like ten seconds to dodge it. So, yeah, and I think it's largely in part if you have the bow. Um, yeah, because you're hitting them so much that it just can't process it. Yeah, it's doing the sound twice for every hit from a one of the weapons, and that's it. That's it. they're moving their heads and trying to shoot fireballs, and you're moving. And right, right. It just can't handle it. It's chugging along, and before you know it, he's dead. But it's. <laughs> But it's another satisfying boss where you just get to unleash on this thing and just... Yeah, yeah that sound effect mm. is pretty, uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, doesn't get much better than that. That's the sound I make late at night. Oh boy, there it is. <laughs> there we go, on to level five. And nice is... clip usage. Thank oh. you. I'm getting used oh, this to is it. This is seamless. <laughs> yeah, for everyone listening, like this is our first time having music and stuff in the podcast, so it will yeah. get smoother. <laughs> so we we ditched P one. We got a couple of extra features because we did that. <laughs> the net the, the networks up. the network said they'd give us a little bit more to work with if we got rid of that guy. <laughs> he was too aggressive. Yeah, we're upscale now. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, this is the Ice Forest, level 5. This is actually one of my favorite levels. It's kind of easy, I think. What? Um, <laughs> but it's great looking, I think. I think it's, you know, well designed. It's got more Berenstein Bears, which I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. But anyway. This time, this time they're like polar, polar Berenstein Bears. <laughs> yeah, they are. Nice. That's right, that's right. Nailed right, it. Let's, uh, Steven, why don't you talk us uh, through this level? Mm, looks really cold. Yeah, it does look cold. <laughs> Pulls it off well. It's called the Ice Forest. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a blizzard going on. There's spikes everywhere. Icicle spikes. A lot of tricky double jumps. Uh, those weird flower things that spit at really tricky angles. They're little they're, spiky they're called seed doom shots. Flowers. Nice. Doom now flowers. we all know. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of badass, right? Knowledge is power. That's good. Yeah, yeah but they, be the they behave in the same... Behave the same way as the the skull guys, the flaming skulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah very similar. And yeah, I'd say the um, there's definitely the the trickiest jumps thus far here. There is a tricky jump. Um, it was mentioned earlier that uh, you had to be really close to certain uh, spikes to get over them. That's definitely the case here. And definitely the best level. I mentioned this to you, definitely the best level to have the bow and arrow weapon for. Because once again, you're proceeding upwards, and uh, it shoots at that perfect angle, but otherwise, man, tricky stuff. 
Yeah, it's that's just the first one. upwards. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. right. Yeah, just that first part is just all jumping up. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is the part where that double jump really comes in handy where you can switch your angles. Because there's that one jump where you have to jump left and then straight up. <laughs> yeah. It was really hard to get used to. Yeah, I think I discovered that on accident when I was trying to get up that way because I kept hitting that spike and all of a sudden I think my finger slid and I went straight up. I'm like, oh, I can do it this way. Yeah. So I had the same experience. It happened to me too, guys. <laughs> it's okay. We can all talk here about what happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> Then, of course, it leads into that whole avalanche climbing up the side of the mountain area. Yep. If that's what which you is, want to call it, Stephen. It is. I have. <laughs> yeah, and Which is actually of... very forgiving because the first time that happens, it just pushes you back but doesn't actually kill you. Right, right. Unless I guess it's all about just the pushing, so it pushes you into spikes or whatever. It that, kind of uh, brings to mind even the, uh, the first level's uh, tidal waves and that if you're holding on to uh, a ladder, you won't be moved. Yep. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, and like you said, much more forgiving than the tidal wave, but still pretty cool. And then there's those running wolves. God, I hated those running wolves. Yeah. Uh, they took way too many hits. It looks like they would take one hit, but no. And then they hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they hit you, and then you're and then you're running around without any armor in the cold. Yeah, <laughs> freezing. And, and mm -hmm. uh... Yeah. And Arthur's ghoulies are getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like he's like he looks he looks a lot like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, really. Yeah. At the yeah. at the end of that movie. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. You want to get him clothed quickly. Yep. Get some armor. Get some hidden chests. Watch J Rock's video when it comes out. Did you have the Ice Forest up yet? Oh uh, yeah, I have up right now as of recording. I have level six out. I just posted level six today. Nice. Mm -hmm. So head on over and watch that. Otherwise... Thank you, E2. No problem. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll be running around in your in your boxes, looking like yeah, free, freezing your ghoulies off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, this is one of my favorite levels. I think it looks great. Um, I didn't have much challenge with it. What did you think about it, Ryan? It this is the easiest level in my opinion in the game, um, especially <laughs> that final boss. Uh, I mean, if you have the crossbow, it's a walk in the park with this guy. <laughs> so easy. It's so easy. Like. My buddy's like, oh, you have to watch out for him. I'm like, all you do is just run backwards when those hands come at you and just keep unloading on them. It's it. and you just the avalanche. You just kind of have to watch out for what they come in. But if you can get to the ladders, you're fine. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, it's in everything's on an angle. It seems like in this level too. So the villain, all the bosses are. So if you have that crossbow, you have this even just the basic one. You just got that straight angle shot at them where you don't have to worry about them. So mm -hmm. it is very enjoyable. You know. Uh, after that second level, you know, like, everything seems to be like a breeze, especially this level, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And, so, uh, uh, so, uh, how did you feel about, uh, this level, uh, Brazzle? <laughs> um, I think it was a great challenge, and it was really hard to get through, because it is super ghouls and ghosts. Uh, it's, it's so cool. I think, I think it's a great level, guys. Yeah, That's... remember that part with the Falling icicles. Hell yeah, I do. Now that you mention it, I'm starting to kind of remember icicles. Yeah, there was that part where they come up out of the ground. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you meant. Remember <laughs> those guys? Do you remember the guys from, from the first Ghosts and Goblins? They yep. make a, another ghosts. appearance. Yep. With their shields. Yeah. I like to think those are dead Sir Arthur's. Huh. Oh, I thought there must be a lot of those out there. Yep. 
that's that's why the haunted uh, graveyard is so full of dead bodies. Ah, it all yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I wish the camera was on right now because you'd see my brain exploding. <laughs> Head. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that. But you know what though? That last the boss fight of this, he looks really cool. I mm-hmm. mean, he's super easy with that crossbow, but he's really not cool intended. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was not intended. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he is pretty cool. It's like a big ice monster, and he has legs at first, and then they all crumble away, and he's just a floating torso. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll That's shoot. Uh, he'll shoot little balls of ice. Yeah. And if those hit you, luckily you won't like it won't uh, count as a hit, but it'll freeze you for a couple seconds. Yep. Very mm-hmm. forgiving. Very forgiving. This level yeah. is forgiving as far as super ghouls and ghosts go. This is also where I found the goddess bracelet on my second time through. I don't know if... Hmm. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It took forever. Eventually found yeah. it, though. Did you all, um, first lap around, were you all using the bow and arrow for it? Yes, yes. No. Nope. Yeah, okay. What weapon were you using, then? Uh, oh, actually, no, for this level, I'm sorry. Yeah, the crossbow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sorry, my mistake. I was I just, for the majority of the game, it was the dagger. So anytime I think of it, I just use the dagger, so... My mistake. Yeah. I, I was, I was like, using the lance. I heard. <laughs> I heard you, <laughs> Razzle, I heard that you beat the boss with the flame. Yeah, yeah I, I actually beat the boss with it's his uh, weakness. I actually beat the boss just smacking him in the face with my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ar- I, I, Arthur didn't have armor at that point, and you know, I, all I had was the lance, and it was like, well, it's between this and using my underwear. So I went ahead and used the underwear instead. You made the right so, choice. It's yeah. really a shame that there's not another stage of disrobement for Arthur to <laughs> give him something to smack the boss in the face with. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't there like a skeleton mode you can have in the PSP game? That I sounds, have no idea. That sounds no right. Idea. I seem to recover that ultimate ghouls yeah. and goblins. No, I think that's right. Um, but yeah, I just want to say that I feel like we're undermining this level because it's trust me, it's a lot harder if you're not using bow and arrow. It would be, yeah. You know what? I wouldn't mind seeing a J Rock video beating the game with the <laughs> fire or or the yeah, axe really. or something. Stop! <laughs> let don't let any cats out of the bag. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I was gonna. S- Maybe by the t- maybe by the time this podcast is posted, I'll post a little video of a, a little challenge the the J Rock playing with fire challenge. Oh, I yeah. like it. I like I'm gonna it. Urge, I'm that. gonna urge all you little kitties out there to go play with fire. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but J Rock, where will we get blue fire? <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge. You need methane, my son. Mm. Oh, I got plenty care- of that. <laughs> Just be careful you don't get too close to your short and curlies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that's nice for us. On that note, ice, ice forest, forest short and curlies. Yeah. Any any other thoughts for the ice forest? The shiny. Mm-hmm. More right. more red armor aces show up. They did. Yeah. At the at the beginning, uh, or just before that first checkpoint. Right before the wolves. Yeah. yeah, I can't even remember that, them. That horizontal. Yeah. And you know what? Jack Nicholson was in a movie about werewolves, so I think this this is he really he's on a guy in one scene. This is really a, uh, a movie <laughs> tribute to Jack Nicholson. This is all coming full circle. Yeah, Sir Arthur is Jack Nicholson. He is. He looks this like game him. just got much better. <laughs> on that note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're moving castle on. of the Emperor time? Yeah, Castle of the Emperor. Oh yeah. Where did you find these title names, J Rock? 
they're on various sites. I cross-referenced and cross-hatched the mainframe. <laughs> Wikipedia it is. I saw this Ghosts and Goblins wiki open, but it's incomplete. Well, yeah, there is a few of those. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's like, doesn't somebody care enough to complete it? No. Nope. <laughs> I think somebody does. I just don't think he's gotten around to it yet. Yeah. Well, there's a well, at least in the Genesis manual. I don't have the Super manual, but they have all yeah. the stage names listed in there. So if anyone has the Super Nintendo manual, you know, uh, can double J-Rock? check it. I believe you might be right. I don't have the manual for that one though. Oh. I have the NES games manual with me right now. Just I did actually. I sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I owned this game with the box and manual back when I was a kid, and it was one of the games that I ended up getting rid of eventually, so I'm oh, disappointed in that. That's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. Um, I just have Wikipedia up here, and I notice it's called, I don't know if this is true, but according to Wikipedia, in Japan, this is known as Ultra Demon World Village. Is the I name. love that name. <laughs> that's a sweet name. Makaimura, I mean. What would you name this level, Brazzle? I would name it, um... I would name it the uh, the Sea of Despair with flames and and uh, mummies. Oh, wow. yeah, that's, that's definitely. That's. I mean, I think I think it works. That's yeah. the most creative Starring description mummies. of that level I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Fitting, fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, J Rock, why don't you walk us through this level then? Okay. Well, uh, this level is certainly. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart. This is where you test your skills with uh, two, well, not one, but two red Aramur demons mm-hmm. in the first yeah. little part here. You got to deal with one, and if you get up high enough and trigger the other one, then you got to deal with both. Yeah. So which happens a lot. Yeah, the best weapon to have, obviously, as we've mentioned, is the crossbow for these guys, and the tactic to use is if he's on your right, uh, shoot to your right constantly and jump up and to the left, and hopefully you'll be able to nail him a couple times. And he'll occasionally change sides and change tactics uh, for the other side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you mm-hmm. run into so many of them that you have to get... If you don't have those homing missiles, I don't know how people do it. Like I try, I remember doing it with the goddess bracelet and was just furious. <laughs> yeah. Oi. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what did you think of this level? This is the shortest level, in my opinion, of the game. It's, it is short. Yeah. It's pretty short. I mean, just go up and then to the right, and you're done. And, well, yep. you get to first appearance of that, the big red guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. What is his name? Firebrand's boss, is what I'm going to say, because... Astaroth? I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We discussed this earlier, didn't we? Stomach mouth? Yeah, he has a he has a stomach mouth. Yeah, yeah stomach mouth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His tummy is hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Feed me. Feed me Arthur. <laughs> he was but, pretty easy though, I mean if you have the crossbow, but mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the thing the only thing about with this level though, like on the second playthrough, I think this might give me the most frustration. Yeah. Because those fire the firebrands just seemed to out like they just were the biggest pain in the rear okay. like I speaking yeah. of earlier with how they just keep getting stuck in the ground. Ryan, so you I... can Ryan, you can say ass. Go ahead, yes. go ahead and say it was a pain in the ass. I just want to do it for children who might listen to the, the show. Children. But uh, think of the children, Jerry. Think of the children. Three <laughs> children. Don't worry have, about it. Haven't I dropped an f bomb already? I don't know. You might I don't have. Know. Did, Did you? you? Well, I when we had to edit out all those racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never remember those. There. 
That's P2 on the night rant, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry about that again, guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it was, uh, it was the second playthrough. It seemed to be, like, almost unbearable. I granted, I had to use the crossbow for this one, but, uh, it was, mm-hmm. even though it's short, you know, it's, once you beat it, it's really, it's really quick. It's just those, those firebrands are just the biggest pain, and that's the, yeah. the one thing I take away from this level more than anything. Are there only just the three enemies? Two firebrands, oh, one. There's, uh, there's the axe deck, guy too, and then the boss, and the bird bird guy who shoots the, the fireballs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, time you have the bird. cockatrice's head coming out of the wall. Yeah, uh, it was the first was... boss, just <laughs> just his head. Tainted just... glory hole. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> okay, okay Stephen, would you like to hear that in the in the demon voice mod? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I would. <laughs> okay, just send me all your requests, and oh, I'll send you audio gracious. clips for your own use. Now, uh, Brazel, how would you feel about facing two of those demon guys? Mm. Um, the uh, the gargoyles? Yeah. 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 Red gargoyle guys. Well, the only one I've ever faced was in the NES version, and it sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it would, it would double yeah. suck. It, it, would, it, it does double, double suck. suck. You're right. <laughs> I believe the behavior is the same. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt, but did you guys notice that thir- for that third one, if you make it like, to the third layer, he just disappears completely? Yeah, yeah. Right before I the boss battle, times, which was he good. just com- completely disappears for some reason, and I'm I was happy about it. But you know, me too, me too. Um, Ryan, what are what are the the gargoyles like in the Genesis version? They're a lot easier. They're, oh, really? they're, they they don't go underneath the ground and they don't take nearly as much damage to to destroy them. Ah, I really got to get into that. One thing to be said about the crossbow is because you have two projectiles with the base crossbow. Yep. Uh, consider that sort of like the damage reduced by half. Okay. So one of one of the arrows does half the damage that let's say a knife would do. Okay, I didn't think about it like that, but that makes sense. So yeah. So what did you yeah. think of the boss there, J-Rock? Oh uh, yeah, pretty pretty easy once you learn the patterns. Yep. The first the first time you get to them, uh, it's a little kind of you're panicking because it was balls to get there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and you don't uh, want to do it again. Dodging balls all night this game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so once you finally <laughs> learn the pattern, it's very simple. Yeah. Shoots yeah. lasers out his eyes, Gary laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Only jokes. Like to tell jokes. Yeah, this this is Astaroth right now. He is also worth mentioning the last boss of the original Ghost and Goblins, yes? Oh, I didn't know that. I believe he has I can't remember the name, but it's like a biblical name, but they had to change it for America. Like in the first level the the coffins they have uh like Egyptian onks on them. Yep. Yeah, that's but they're supposed to be crosses. Astaroth. Astaroth. There's a lot of renaming going on here. Yeah, yeah. They had to like sort of whitewash out the biblical and demonic references. Yeah, when they, Thanks, po- when they ported it to North America. That's Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satan. What about uh, anything else with this level? Anybody? Pretty short yeah. level. Pretty uh, quick to the point. A lot of gargoyles. There's something I've been curious about. We mentioned a long time ago when we were talking about uh, yeah. uh, Princess Prin Prin being kidnapped at the start. Now I've got Ghost and Goblins Wiki open, and they call that monster Satan. 
which is like a really fuzzy version of Red Aramur. And I'm just curious, do we ever fight him in Super Ghouls and Ghosts? I can't no, recall. I don't nope. think so. No. He is the guy in the first cutscene that steals yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. So he just muppets in and... He's, just, he's just like a paid guy, you know. Yeah. Man or something he's like just that. doing his job. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. By the, by, the, by the time he gets to the castle of the Emperor, he's like at home with his wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm pretty him sure you fight him. He's a boss in the first game, which is the one on the NES. But yeah, I guess he never shows up again in this one. No. Yeah, he's at, he's at home and his wife's telling him everything he needs to do and yeah. he's just really tired and just wants quiet. And yeah. He's got his own struggles to deal with. That's right, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to capture a princess today. <laughs> <laughs> Get oh, off yeah. my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Did you oh, like her more than you like me? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she smelled better too. <laughs> well, I guess we can uh, get right into the next level, which rehashes that boss, and it's also another really short level. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the name of the next level? Hallway of Ooh. There it is. <laughs> so this one's, you know, kind of similar. Once again, you're going up and over again, essentially. Um, this one, you start out, you're climbing like a tower, I guess, kind of thing. Um, there's lots of those cockatrice head boss things. So um, there's a, I think there's like three of them. Yeah. And then you got imps coming out of the walls too. Imps, yeah. So it's, if you got your, long story short, if you have your bow, you're good again. I, I think that's like the, the whole thing you could take from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The tactic here is to jump up and retreat every time. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get brazen. Yeah. Don't get brazen like Brazel. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Who's that? I have yeah. no idea who that is. <laughs> Brazel. Yeah, I don't know That's who Brazel your... is. <laughs> That's Braze your Halloween the beef. game. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> Brazen the game. The California Brazens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for the guy who has to edit this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Ryan! Ryan, tell me about this level, man. <laughs> uh, for uh, first playthrough, it's very, very easy. But I think on if we were, if we were to talk about the second playthrough right now, it's with the goddess bracelet. It's total butts. It's oh, uh, it's, hard, man. <laughs> it's so hard. It's well, it's about, uh, because I mean, I w this is where I just pick up the goddess bracelet. Uh, I I just figured because uh, on the first first time playing through a. Uh, playing through, he got to the goddess bracelet, and I just get so frustrated with it that every time I get to this level, I would just, if I can't get to the, the bosses with the, the, the bracelet, I would always uh, choose another weapon to start off this level, because that goddess bracelet, granted it uh, deflects, uh, you know, projectiles coming at you, it's it's one of the, I think it's total butts. It's it just... Is, it is. Because yeah, especially, should, uh, I guess we should explain what the goddess bracelet, how it, how the attack works. You you can explain it right now if you want, Ryan. I don't want to. I'll let J Rock do that. All right, okay. I explained it earlier. Remember, it's, it's like a big Hadouken. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I guess. Burns yeah. through projectiles. I see yeah. it's, it's but it's with those with going against the firebrands. It's oh, it's a, it's a, that yeah. and the bosses. It forces you to get close to the bosses. The two yeah, bosses true. you have to face at the end of this game. Which really makes it. <laughs> I really just want to stay back and play conservative against them. But right. on the second playthrough, um, because of the timer, I found myself with the goddess bracelet getting timed out against those guys, and then I would have to start the whole level over again because there's no checkpoints in this level. 
that's true. You have mm. to play right from the start to the that's end. Mm-hmm. And this is a, Sorry, what are you happy? What are you happy about, Pete? I'm happy he oh. brought up that timer because that kept happening to me over and mm. over again. Yeah, that boss fight. Oh, that timer, and I would die, and I'd be like, "What happened?" And then I realized you, oh. you have five minutes for the whole level. <laughs> oh. So you have to get past uh, a whole bunch of imps, mm-hmm. three of those cockatrice heads. Yep. Uh, then you have to face a firebrand. Yep. Then you got to face another two cockatrice heads that shoot projectiles at you. Yeah. Then you got to face a room full of random spawning ghosts, which also got <laughs> on my nerves. Yeah. With with, <laughs> with with mimic chests that open and guys fly at you. Yep. And then you get to face the bosses. <laughs> <laughs> There's your so, reward. Two of them so, too. Yeah. Yeah. One after the other. Yeah, that's right. So this boss is you fight. What's his name there? Astaroth. Yeah, you fight stomach him again. Mouth. Stomach mouth again, and then you fight yep. a bigger stomach mouth. <laughs> he turns he green. Yeah. He greened out, dude. He's a lightweight. Yeah. God. And he gets yeah. that Freddie Mercury jacket on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> J Rock, what did you think about that level? Yeah. Uh, it's of course the one that was played most in my learning of the game. Mm. I think it's the biggest challenge to get over, especially like Ryan's saying with the second playthrough, which you learn after beating the level uh, that you have to play through the whole game again. Yep, this is where you're told everything you've done up to this point, pointless. Yeah, (laughs) Princess Princess Prin Prin is like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I dropped this thing (laughs) at the very start. Uh, You have to go back and get that for me? Thanks. Sorry. Good old Prin Prin. Should've now, doesn't that happen in every game? Yep. Or is there ever a G&G that doesn't do that? Well, it's a different name in Ghouls, but we'll talk about that later. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they always send you yeah, that. You, have, you, you should have know about that. You have to play through the game again, and this time the difficulty is set up one... Uh, it's ramped up one space higher there, and uh, so the enemies are a little faster. Bosses take a little bit more hits and yeah you got to make through make it through the whole game again and this time you have to get the goddess bracelet at least for the last level there yep. level seven otherwise they'll send you right back to the beginning again to play play that seventh level over again yeah you just keep yeah. playing the seventh until you find it oh what a yeah. headache that would be I'm, i had it before i got there thankfully but it took me forever to find it but so, but don't make the mistake of thinking you need the goddess bracelet throughout the whole game you certainly no. don't need to do that but hey, if you're up for a challenge, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little stronger, and but it's pretty basic. Is it ever? But yeah, that's... and it dissipates after a certain distance. Yeah, it's just it's the range on it's kind of garbage. Yeah, yeah, too short. But yeah, that's level seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, any other thoughts on that before we get to? Hey, Brazil, you ever have any princesses like? Say, you know, ask you to go maybe to the store and get something or maybe something you don't want to get. All the time. And then you get it, you bring it back, and they're like, no, uh, when I I said this, I really meant this, and you had to go back and do it all again. Oh, yeah, um, that's happened once (laughs) in my life, and I never let it happen again. They still haven't found her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that big fuzzy demon guy took her. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh well, oh well. <laughs> Find another princess, I guess. <laughs> one, yeah, one with a better name than Prince. Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can I was, I Prince. was shocked. And you don't find out her name till you finally beat the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. 
in in that game. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not sure if it says it in the manual, but it doesn't say anything Probably in the game does. up until the end. Yeah. So it's worth knowing that the second form of uh, Astaroth or Nezeroth, he shoots really big blue, like three layer laser. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's got a longer fire span or something, too. That, uh, yeah, the fire goes further, yeah. So he tries to keep you further away from him, so. Yeah, yeah. and it's sort of like uh, when he shoots it on the ground, it sort of comes toward you for a few frames, so you go. Gotta keep your distance. He is pretty much designed knowing that you have to have the goddess bracelet at that point. Um, and that's kind of what he's designed for. Because with the crossbow, he's a joke. He, he oh, yeah. Stand back and. There's like a there's, little bunker under yeah, there. Yeah. It's a lower level. Yeah, that's it. But he is designed just knowing that you have to have that goddess bracelet. <laughs> pretty yeah, it's not. It's not such a bad fight once you get the so plans, but... how how you get the goddess bracelet. We didn't go over that. Please do before uh, we get to the end, because this is the point where they're like, "You got to get it." Yeah, the, you got to get the goddess bracelet for this princess, you know, or your life's over. You know, <laughs> ha- happy wife, happy life. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not just at the store, so it's kind of a big undertaking. It is. Uh, you get to you get to the level seven again after playing through the whole game again. So use everything you've learned up to this point, mm-hmm. and then you got to in the sequence of chests the. After the shield upgrade is when you will get the goddess bracelet. That's when that drops. So you'll get the. I didn't the, know that. I thought it was yeah. random. No, it's uh, in the sequence of, of chests. So you uh. get that first chest. You get the green armor. That uh, the second chest. The, or sorry, the first chest in the level will be a weapon. Yep. Second chest will be the green armor. Third chest will be the gold armor. Fourth will be the shield, and fifth will be the goddess bracelet. Holy cow! I never knew that. Yeah, but let's say you start a level with gold uh, armor, mm-hmm. you might have to encounter a, one of those magician guys that pop out of uh, yeah. chests who we haven't talked about. No, we should. Yeah. yeah, these guys, they sort of like randomly spawn. Yep, when you open a chest, you think you're getting a piece of armor, but no, you could turn into a baby. Or yeah. a maiden. Maiden, no. Or an old guy. Or an old or guy, s- yeah. Or a seal. To oh, be I have seen that one. Yeah, baby. In the sea of despair, you get turned into a seal. Uh, interesting. I've been kissed by a rose yeah. on the oh my God. Baby. Yeah, that you seal. get turned into seal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the version of the game I want to play. I would play that. Yeah. Yeah. But carry on, Jayra. <laughs> Podcast derailed. Nope, that's not what I meant. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Now we all have that song stuck in the head. So yeah, so you have to play through. You get the you get the the fifth chest in sequence, I believe, Mm -hmm. whatever number it is, and uh, you get the goddess bracelet. Then you have to get to the last boss there and and take him out with the goddess bracelet. And it's not so easy because you don't have the crossbow, perhaps this time. Or right. if you have the knife, then you're used to the pattern. But you have to get used to it, and you have to jump up high and hit him in the head. That's it. Yeah, and then it's once tough. you do that, you uh, you face the final final boss, who I believe we can say this is the emperor, and not the emperor of Nintendo. Yeah, if only. Well, I think I have his theme here. Yeah, there we go. And we Sardius. are talking about. Sardius! <laughs> Sounds familiar. Does, is there a Sardius from another It does universe? sound familiar. Star Trek or something? I don't know. Let's Google Sardius and see what comes up. Sardius! But he's this big dude. 
who like takes up the whole screen and you have to jump up to another level to see his face. Yeah, yeah you know what he reminds me of is uh, the last boss from Mega Man X. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Same sort He's... of jumping on, uh, it's not his hands, but it's these little plates he throws around. Yeah, yeah. Out of his areas. Yeah, he has he has these crotch plates that come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has multi he shoots boss. he shoots things from his crotch like Tom Savini and from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, that's right. Uh, very similar. Like, very similar. <laughs> so in a way, he's sort of like he's Sex Machine. The Sardius yeah. is like name. Yeah, and uh, so he shoots. Yeah. <laughs> he has a very like his feet don't hurt you, so you just stand under him. It's pretty good. He has a very repetitive lasers. pattern yeah. but getting used to those lasers is tough but at least it's yeah. the same pattern he's a Gary laser laser eyes too yeah yeah he is yeah <laughs> many many laser eyes so uh he he thumps back and forth to the left and right and he shoots those platforms and then shoots lasers in pretty much 360 degrees mm -hmm. all around you but it's if you time it right, you just have to jump up onto the platform, and you have to. It takes you up to his head, where you have to hit his head. And yeah, just wait for the lasers, and then double jump to the plates, and then just shoot the head. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty easy pattern, really, once you figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's very, pretty it's pretty anticlimactic, really. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it would have to be, right? Well, yeah, I don't. Know. But I think we can agree this game is arguably easier than other ones in the series. Hmm. Especially ones Ryan. <laughs> I disagree. If you're gonna say the it's whole just... game is a series easier, uh, but I kind of felt well. This guy, what's it called? It took it took me forever to figure out this guy's pattern because he's got three levels. He's got a fast, he's got a medium and a slow one with the lasers coming out. Right. It's pretty much and... every second one. You're good, but yeah, I, mm -hmm. mean. I wouldn't even a good one. Yeah, I wouldn't even do the fast attack. I just stand right there and let him just do his thing. But yeah. I also found myself getting stuck as. I don't know if there's a way to manipulate him where he moves left or right. Uh, I eventually would find him sometimes getting stuck against the wall because I play him very conservatively. So he eventually would move to the wall. So if I was trying to get onto for the slow attack, I would always go to the left plate, and I would get two attacks off that way. And I would say the medium speed, I would go to the right plate and get three attacks off. But if it was going to be like a like the slow attack, I was screwed because the plates, if they hit the wall, they just blow up. So you can't, you would fall straight down. So, like, I don't know if there's an exact way to make him stay somewhere in the middle of, the like, the screen. But, uh, eventually, yeah, that's... Uh, I, I think I beat him with, like, ten seconds left because, I, like I said, I don't play him very aggressively. I just huh. wait for wait for my opportunities to attack him, so... That's interesting. Yeah. I've never had him go that far over before. That's I had him go to the left yeah. and to the right before, so... I, I'm, I'm not sure if you can manipulate that either. But I'll tell you what, Ryan! I'll ask the what-if machine! Okay. <laughs> that, was, that, that was the joke. Present them. <laughs> yeah, this is another one of these bosses with the uh, stomach mount. It's funny. It's three he them. seems like a giant robot, too, like, out of all like, yeah. the bosses. He's very like slow and mechanical and everything. It's That's the one thing yeah. I kind of took all away from him, too. You yeah. seem like he's in some cell. Thump, 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 shoot. Thump, thump, thump. Thump, 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 shoot. Like, yeah. That's pretty much well, it. The naked red one what you, from the. What do you think, Brazel? Did you I think this guy it. was a total dick or what? No, he was real easy. I didn't <laughs> think he was <laughs> Yeah. 
He was probably the easiest boss in the game, honestly. <laughs> he seemed like a bit of a dick, though. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with the guy. Oh, no. No, I mean, he's really cool once you get to know him, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just the size difference. It's a little intimidating. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think once you get over the size thing, I think he's all right. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> no, that's what I said. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's Sardius. Anything else anybody can say about him? Last uh, boss. Yeah, last wow. boss. Like pretty anticlimactic, and there's been harder parts before. So it's true. Well, at least you get, you get sort of like infinite continues in this game. So yeah, true too. Yeah, I say it's worth looking up if you haven't seen it. The uh, Ghouls and Ghosts Arcade uh, Last Boss, which according to Hardcore Gaming 101 is named Loki or Lucifer in the Japanese version. So is that the end boss of the Genesis one, Ryan? Yes, it is. Uh, in the arcade, he is known as Lucifer, and uh, but for some reason, the Genesis one named him Loki. I don't know if they were trying to pull a little bit of a Nintendo there, but uh, yeah, he basically he is like, you know, he's the devil. Basically, that's what he is. He, sits he looks in a, pretty hardcore. Yeah, and he's sitting on a throne and he's naked. Yep, he huh. shoots he shoots lasers out of his mouth and his fingers and whatnot at you. That is pretty well, hardcore, actually. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like that sounds like the Nestromancer. He shoots lasers out of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but the, well, the, he one shoots of the benefits, licks out of his fingers. Well, licks. One thing that's well, it, it also helps out that you can throw up at him, so you know you can shoot up at him. Mm. So oh takes, yeah, that's really comes to a, a play with the the Ghouls I, and Ghosts series. I don't, I don't think we did the proper introduction of it, but uh, for this month, the new uh, thing to do with the Cartridge Club is choose a a different game to play that isn't so yep. mainstream, and that's the Cartridge Club Underground game. Mm -hmm. And spearheaded this month by Ryan was uh, <laughs> uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. He wanted yeah. to play that, eh? Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it was because I this was one game I had a little bit more success with, so I did enjoy more. I think mm -hmm. I have a little bit more history with it, personally, too. And I never really beat it until this time playing it, so I figured I needed, oh. I needed the opportunity and the pressure forcing myself into playing it so that's why i suggested it to the uh the club to see if anyone else would join in on the challenge uh uh do you want to go into that right now or do you want yeah, to yeah it's a good, do a little a good time we've pretty a little much bit of comparisons uh, here yeah let's do it um let's see scroll down to my notes here see if we can see all the little things i wrote here sure uh what's it called uh like i said earlier it seems like it's a little bit more adult there's more uh little more symbol symbolistic things that are it seems to me like they were a little bit reduced a little bit more religious religious symbols in it um it showed a little bit more i think when you kill the guys and there's i think red comes off out of them too like a little blood action out of like the skeleton guys oh cool uh so you get a little bit more of that genesis factor in there in the arcade uh they also um it's also significantly shorter it's only like five levels, of six if you include the final boss, oh, uh, and there's multiple checkpoints in it too, as opposed to just having one per level. Uh, it also benefited from um, with the bosses. If you die right at the boss, you'll start right off at the boss again. Oh, so, huh. so, and I this even played this good. on. I even also played it on the main version of it too, just to see the arcade difference too a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be like five checkpoints per level. Holy so, crap. And on the Genesis version too, there's unlimited continues, also on the arcade version too. Uh, but 
the Super Nintendo version limits you to uh, nine. I think if you want to max it out. Yeah. Uh, but every twenty thousand points, you get another credit for the uh, for the continuation screen. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's it seems to me like you don't even have to worry about like your point score or anything running out continues. You just continue where you like you last died, and the levels just seem to be a lot shorter too. So I, in my experience, I played Ghouls first because I just wanted to get that out of the way right away before I can because I I knew I had an easier path with Ghouls beating that before tackling Super Ghouls. So I figured let's get this one out of the way first, and I I did end up beating that in like two days. Uh, first, it was just first. It was just kind of learning the mechanics of it, and the second day was more of a running through kind of a, the process. Uh, well, it really, it, it really helps though that like there, there's way more checkpoints with it, and unlike unlike Super Goals, there is no double jump in this game. But I feel as if the ability to throw up and the throw down really uh, makes the game a lot easier, um, especially with the boss battles. Uh, mm -hmm. Like that final boss, you can just keep going back and forth, back and forth, and throwing. Uh, now it's not called the uh, the goddess bracelet in the Genesis or arcade version. It's called the psycho cannon, which uh -huh. I just think. Yeah. In in that version, that 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 weapon is like the best weapon in the game besides the the uh, the dagger. Oh. Uh, it's extremely powerful. Where it wipes out everyone right away. And there's a couple other things too with the weapons. They don't have uh, the crossbow in that version. They have uh, like a discus in that one. And they have a, a sword, uh, which doesn't oh, yeah. shoot any projectiles. It's just bigger. But if you go against the boss, it really wipes out the boss with like two hits. Wow. So cool. it's it's to me it's the more easier to pick up and learn game. Uh, but I, I felt after I picked up and beat uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, it made learning Super Ghouls a lot easier. So you know, besides the length, I think that's why. Um, it's it's a lot easier game. You you don't have to sink so many out more hours into the game like you do Super Goals. Okay, cool. So a good introduction, I guess, to uh, to the mm -hmm. series by the sounds of it. Hmm. At least I think so. I'm Brett Brazel, have you played uh, Ghouls and Ghosts on the Genesis? I have not. No. No. I'm interested in playing it though. I mean, it, I I honestly until uh, until it came up for this month, um, you know, for the. For the uh, Cartridge Club Underground, I didn't even know there was a Genesis version. Yeah, I don't it's, think I've ever played it either, to be honest with you. It's a pretty close to the arcade port. It's pretty, it's pretty spot on. The only thing they took removed, I think, out of it was the name of Lucifer, and the the beginning uh, cutscene is in, in there. But in the arcade version, the cutscene's in there, and he's known as Lucifer. Hmm. And it also says after he beat it, it says Ghouls and Gouts. There's a <laughs> miscommunication uh, in the translation there, but uh, I don't want to get gout. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary stuff, trust yeah, me. Yeah, that's a little bit scarier than ghouls. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ghouls! Little green ghouls! Even if you don't have it, I really recommend you check out the cover for the game because I think it yeah. is. I think it's one of the best covers for almost any game cover. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Exactly. And I think I think if I ever had like a, a musical album come out, I would be like Arthur on that cover throwing, throwing my fists in the air with lightning shooting out like that's like a rock and roll cover it is man it's pretty metal and uh yeah. I would There's say after playing stuff. I was to say after playing this one though I would say it's probably one it's it's earned its way into my top 10 for Genesis games of all time after playing it I really oh, wow. enjoyed my, my playthrough of Ghouls and Ghosts I'm getting it now you you sold me <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. 
yeah, that's that's on the want list right now. It's it's also it's also on like you know the Capcom Classic Collection. There's uh, the arc the arcade version is on there. So if you have that, but uh, the Genesis version also has the benefit of having uh, practice mode, which is like the beginner mode. So oh. if you really want to dip your toes in to get started and work your way through, because after playing that, I find playing on the harder level uh, significantly easier. Just like, I guess, learning the mechanics of the game. So hmm. I recommend maybe trying the Genesis one first, working your way through, then trying maybe the arcade version or something. So. That sounds like the way to go. And actually, you just reminded me of something else. J-Rock wanted to mention what you can get Super Ghouls and Ghosts on. Um, we never yeah, really covered it, what all you can get, because that GBA version sounds pretty sweet. So why don't you tell us about all the different versions? Oh, yeah. there's uh, Like you said, uh, the Capcom Classic Collection is a, is a lot of people's go-to. It was released on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox, and that has all versions of the game. Uh, the Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts, and Super Ghouls and Ghosts. So that's a good value for your dollar. Uh, then they released, of course, Super Ghouls and Ghosts is uh, for the Super Nintendo. And they also released that, a port of it, on the Game Boy Advance. Now, the mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance has uh, a bit of an added bonus of having some levels from the Genesis version of the game. And as well as, as, well as a save feature, too. You can save between levels and checkpoints. I don't mean to interrupt, but do you have to unlock that, or is that just automatically in the game that's put in there like that? Those lo- the oh. Genesis levels being in there and whatnot. Uh, well, there's an original mode where you just play mm-hmm. through the Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, and then there's a range mode, which I guess they took. Uh, I don't know who took the name first, Resident Evil Two Range Mode or <laughs> <laughs> this one, but uh, with that, that lets you choose sort of. Uh, uh, a tree, a level tree, like you choose your direction as you go. That's cool. Yeah, and you can choose whether your next level is from the Super game or the Genesis game, and you're actually able to play the Genesis levels with the double jump, which you can't in the Genesis game. <laughs> That's so cool. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's a pricey curtain. We've been used maybe 25, 30 bucks around there. Really? I think it's uh, released on the Wii U eShop, though. Yeah, just yeah, in time. It's also it's also available on. Isn't it available on the Wii Shop as well? Like Possibly. the Wii Virtual yeah, Console, also. I believe so. Yeah, probably. Well, Steven, okay, there's also a Game Boy Color uh, Ghosts and Goblins port, which is I believe there? is yeah the same sort of graphic style as the NES game. Oh, I probably didn't has it. Know that. Cool. It's one of those. Uh, the original look of the Game Boy Cart, but it's the black one, so you can play it on either Game Boy Color or classic Nintendo Game Boy. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, with all that said, I think we should get into our lasting impressions of the game, which pretty much got it covered, I think. But this month, did it make you want to play this game again in the future? Would you recommend this game to the people? Do you think it holds up over time? Um, let's start. You know what? Let's start with Tony. Tony, uh, what'd you think of this game? <laughs> uh, I really like it. I I'm still enjoying it. I will continue to try to uh, play through it, even though I haven't, uh, you know, gotten very far into it yet. Um, it's definitely one of those games that I would love to be able to conquer eventually. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's definitely one I'm going to keep playing. Um, I really like it. Um, 
and I think uh, it's had some pretty pretty big impact on just gaming as a whole, you know, uh, you know, in the future. I mean, you look at a game like Volgar the Viking, and um, you know, it kind of has the same you know the same power up system where you you know you you power up, you get some armor, and then you pretty much have two hits and you're dead. So true. Um, I I think it's a fantastic game, and I would recommend it to anybody who's up for a challenge. Right on. Well said. How about uh, how about you, Steven? Your final thoughts? Mm, excellent game. Definitely one anyone that collects Super Nintendo games should seek out. Yeah. And uh, also the of course the uh, Genesis version, maybe even the NES one. Graphics took a big hit on the NES one, but I mean it's a great series in general. Uh, just fun fact: if you when you if and when you beat the game completely, uh, it goes through a list of all the uh, enemy types and shows her name and all that. I just thought it was funny that when it gets to Princess Print Print, it also shows her measurements. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what that was. <laughs> you know, I thought well, you were just joking. With, I, I saw your post on Twitter about that, and I thought you were just joking until I actually looked it up, and that is correct, but it's in centimeters or something, like not, you know, regular. It's, the Japanese love that. She's huge! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, bro, it's centimeters. <laughs> but 88, 58, 90, I just happen to have a video loaded up. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, Double up. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> this is important. Only if she's five three. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they ride off on Arthur's horse that you never see in the game. Yep. And then what it's pretty, it's pretty rewarding to see them, you know, going away on the horse. It's, mm -hmm. But that's pretty much all you get from beating the game. That's true. Well, and, uh, it's Super Nintendo. What do you expect? Exactly. Um, it's also worth noting that. Uh, the series does continue. Uh, PSP had the ultimate Ghost and Goblins game. Yeah. That game, man, that is a hardcore game. More it's features, on. more of everything, but difficulty is super bumped up as well. It's on my want list. If anyone spots it out there, I never see it out there in the wild, so let me know. I will keep my eye open for you. Yeah. Of course, our friend Red Aramur Ace, aka Firebrand, had his own series, uh, which we knew as Gargoyles Quest. Yeah. There was a one on. I think the first one was on Game Boy, and then jumps to the NES, and then jumps to the Super Nintendo with Demon's Crest, which is an amazing game. Also really tricky to find, uh, amazing graphics. That game, you can fly at a certain distance, you get different power-ups and all that. You can change your body type to become like a underwater demon or rock demon. Yeah. Very... Oh, I, li I like the sound of that! Right? <laughs> I really like the sound of that! A J-Rock demon! <laughs> uh, you got those Maximo games that are Sort of related. No, I, I, hear kind of I hear those are like a spiritual successor. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're loosely related. Yeah, yeah, but those are neat games. But those are 3D. So uh, if you're looking for 2D, it's a different experience, but not bad. Also very tricky. Mm -hmm. And uh, th this is something I always wanted to mention that I pointed out to JROC on Twitter is that there's actually a puzzle game, Nazel Makaimura, which um, for anyone out there that knows the Incredible Machine. Which is a series on the PC. Um, the name's think, familiar, uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't I think, played it. Remember the board game Mousetrap, where you sort of like set yep. things in motion to eventually oh, make the ever? trap fall down? It's kind of like that, but uh, in this wow. game, you're trying to like feed uh, Nezeroth's mouse stomach or something. There's always some really random uh, goal <laughs> that you're trying to, trying to uh, accomplish cool. in each level. But yeah, it's worth looking up on YouTube just to get an idea of what it's like. It has a lot of neat uh, music remixes and all Did that. Did that come uh, over here? Or nope. was that Okay. Japanese domestic only. It was on uh, Saturn or PS1. Hmm. Cool. 
cool. But yeah, excellent, uh, excellent game, excellent series. Great suggestion from our friend J Rock. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. one of my right. favorites. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Just one of my favorites, and yeah, nice. obviously I've been oversaturating the forums with posts <laughs> and but, uh, on Twitter with my videos, and so yeah. Your passion mm-hmm. definitely uh, shown through this this month, man. <laughs> I want I want to help people enjoy this game and not just throw it throw it away. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've been doing good at that. You got Tony I'd to level so. three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All if right. you ever have any questions, there, Tony, day or night, <laughs> you know who to call. Good, good. Just just remain by the phone, please. <laughs> All right. Um, who's Ryan? What are your lasting impressions on both games? Uh, I'll start off with Ghouls because I played that one first. Um, I absolutely loved it. Like I said, it's it's become like a top ten Genesis game for me now. Where I I just absolutely loved it. It pumped me up so much to get into dives into Super Ghouls. Uh, but my only thing with Super Ghouls is I love the game and I'm glad it's part of my collection and I'm glad I beat it. But I feel as if it's and I'm going to be borrowing a little bit from another club member because he, he posted it on Twitter, uh, Super Robot Power, Power Hour. <laughs> he posted it. He it seems that it's too long of a game to not have like a, a password system. Yeah. And I kind of agree with him on it because it, my system was on for three days straight, basically, <laughs> where I was, I, was, I was refusing for the effort to put, you know, to, to turn up because I felt I put so much into the game that I just didn't want to start over again right. and again just to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love it, but what the frustration with that game is, I didn't, I haven't picked up like a game in like a week basically because of that, the frustration it took to beat that game. But uh, I, I'm glad it's done. I'm glad I beat it. Um, I actually picked it up again yesterday just to get a little bit more friendly reminders in it. Cause I, but I do love the game, despite hey, my frustration hey. with the game. I love the game. So, hey uh, guys, can I can I drop a little uh, knowledge nugget on you? Yeah, shoot. Did you know that there is? Did you know that there's a level select option? Yes, and that's how I beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> did everybody know this? I did. I had no idea. You brought it up before, but I did not know. No. For those of you who have not heard about this, it actually it it's, requires two controllers. Uh, you have to go into the menu from the start of the game. Uh, go into option menu. You have to put your cursor over the exit option. And on the second controller, you hold L and start. And then on your first controller, while you're holding the other Ooh. controller's buttons, you press start, and that will take you to a level select option. Hmm. Cool. So this is useful when, uh, let's say, you want to go right to level 8 again to beat the boss, and then you can start your second playthrough. That's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. That way you only so you play don't... the game once. <laughs> You don't, or you don't have to leave your system on. Yeah. Yeah. There. Hmm. Uh, I just want to point out. I was just looking it up. It looks like Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins is available for the PlayStation Vita via a digital download. Ah. So that's oh cool. yeah, you would push that, wouldn't you, Steven? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Nine million Canadian. That's all right. Hmm. So I for those who are up. having troubles finding the legit. PSP physical copy, you can always get it digitally on your PSP or PS Vita. Did, did everybody have the original copy, or did they buy a copy of this game this month? I had like, the original. I already had a copy. Yeah. I, I, I had, I had yeah, picked one up years. a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I have been looking. Pick it up, 
Sorry. I said I have been looking for the GBA one though after this. I do want to. Oh yeah, definitely check that out. That'll be getting to the list. Yeah. There's a couple stores in Owen Town that sell, but it's like 28 bucks, and I was like, eh. That's worth it. Much. Bit much. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Well, it's worth it for me because I love the game. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's we pretty much summed it up. Let's take a second. I was going to say, I just have one one more little fun fact about that Maximo series, though. Uh, If you're a fan, you know, it is a 3D platformer kind of action game. A little bit more hack and slash a little bit. So if Barry Norman Mars wants to do another hack and slash game, which I doubt he will (laughs) do Maximo, uh, it is more, it was designed, I think, originally for the N64. So if you're a fan of, like, the 3D style platformers for for the uh, N64, it was made originally for it, but then canceled and then... Re-added with more uh, cutscenes for the the PS2. Um, still looking for the second one myself because I actually enjoyed what I played so far from Maximo. Okay, but uh, cool. yeah, it is it is somewhat difficult. But I figure if you put in the time, you probably can learn the system too. Hmm, that's too mm. bad it didn't come out on the N64. Eh? Wow. It would have been you know an interesting one for uh, another three platformer for the system. Yeah, for sure it would have been. Hmm. For anyone wondering, Maximo Ghosts to Glory, the PS2 Classic, is available for your PS3 digital download, PlayStation Network, <laughs> $9.99 Canadian. Classic. Do you happen to know what the second one's name is, by chance? And is it available uh, on the PS3? Versus the Army of Zin, or something to that extent. Is it yeah, available that sounds for familiar. Maximo versus the Army of Zin. That's PS2. I think it's only PS2. Hmm. So yeah, definitely a trickier one to find. And I think you yeah. fight robots in that one. The Army of Zin is a mechanical army. Sounds if cool. Memory serves. This month we had a record number of three-word reviews. Oh, but, it was amazing. Yeah, but before we get to them, let's do all of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you guys have your three-word reviews prepared? I if think so, I have mine. I think so. All right, well, let's start with, let's start with you then, Ryan. All right, uh... I have three here that I that I think will uh, do do well here. Which, uh, which first one do you think is the best? <laughs> uh, kills and thrills. Oh, I Those like kills and thrills because you'll die a lot, in, but it's really thrilling once you beat the game. It is. Uh, That's a good point. We should point out that this is a good game to play around Halloween because mm. a lot of thrills, yeah, and chills. Hey, did any did you have that magazine from Scholastic? No, but I, I do remember it though. <laughs> I, I, had, I had that magazine from Scholastic. Thrills and Chills? Yeah, it was it was like all filled with like about old horror movies. Yeah, I remember that. It was really cool. <laughs> that's funny that you brought that up. Well everyone's just talking about thrills and chills and that's the name <laughs> of the magazine, so Well what's your three word review there, J Rack? What's next, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. No, that's good. No, you're not bitches. You're not bitches. <laughs> it's you already know it's next. I don't want to call anybody bitches. You can't pull that back. It's gone. It's out there. <laughs> yep. Soundboard. Can't edit that out. No. Yep. Fandango has it now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Kevin <laughs> really <laughs> sucks. <laughs> We're going to let that one go. Kevin <laughs> really sucks. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Grand box. Let me turn that one. Can I make it, can I make it a five-word review? No, Kevin. Kevin really, really, really sucks. Uh, I'm not gonna allow this. Uh, Kevin's a good friend of mine, and uh... oh yeah, me too. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, you guys are like cats and dogs. Oh my gosh. 
Living together, it's Jimmy complete Gibbler. anarchy. <laughs> All right, Stephen, your three-word review. Uh, I believe on Twitter I said so many skulls. Mm, yeah, that sums it Not up. Not only from the first level. Seriously, there's so many skulls. Yep. But of course, from your own deaths and watching your skeleton. <laughs> that noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good sound. Good sound. Mm-hmm. People look at you weird if that's all you say to them all day, though. Yeah. yeah. They get used to it. Over <laughs> Tony, your three words. Arthur review. needs bolts. <laughs> bolts. Yes. Arthur needs bolts because every. I mean. I mean, come on, that armor just falls off. It's just like <laughs> the littlest thing hits him, and it just yeah. just falls to pieces. It's like, dude, you, you obviously aren't wearing this armor correctly. <laughs> yeah. Needs a better blacksmith, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. he needs a better blacksmith. I mean, he needs bolts. Bolts <laughs> needs, to... needs better blacksmith. <laughs> he needs bolts badly. Yeah, he certainly does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also want to mention that you can get Gargoyles Quest, the, uh, the Game Boy... Game released in 1994 for your Nintendo 3DS via the eShop. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, thank you very much, Stephen, my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those who don't want to do straight-up emulation and want to play it on a proper console, these are certainly... Yeah. You must option. buy a Nintendo product. Oh, my God. You're just mad that you don't have any of these. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Crest, or, uh, the, the Super Nintendo ones on uh, the Wii U eShop. Yeah, virtual. It's really kind of like everywhere. It's a pretty popular series. Yeah, pretty much. It's everywhere. Yeah. So in my, do you have all of the three word reviews written down? I uh, physically wrote them out by hand with a pen and paper. Dedication. Why don't you go ahead and read them? I wanted to make wanted to make sure I got every one of them. So uh, yeah, let's go through. Finger. Yeah. Of my of my enemies. Okay, starting out. Uh, now I asked. We asked people for this month. There was a little confusion with what hashtag to use on Twitter. With hashtag three wr apparently means some football crap. Sorry if you like football. I, I I'm not a football guy, so it, it means three wide receiver or something. Yeah, number three wide receiver. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so there was a lot of that, but uh, I thought a good good couple hashtags to use was hashtag three the number three word review and hashtag cartridge club so yeah yeah that is what i think should be used uh sure it might be a little longer than the one hashtag but it's a three-word review so it shouldn't have to be a long tweet (laughs) yeah fair enough yeah so starting out with our three-word reviews for this month skylar the baked gamer says nostalgic endurance masterpiece (laughs) for sure you definitely need endurance yeah he's right a lot of marathon play. That's it. The whole game uh, is. The, the retro lectors said, never played it with a smiley face. So. <laughs> I guess they just wanted to uh, get their uh, two cents in there. Or it's three words. In there. It's going to get in there. Yeah. problem with collecting is that you're not playing at the same time. It's one or the other. Yeah, that that's a big problem. That's what I like about the club. It makes me play certain games, you know? Yeah, me too. And now I'm making you guys play this one. <laughs> it was good, though. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Q-Dog, her, she has a couple uh, sort of strings together a sentence, so she's sort of cheating. It's a six-word mm-hmm. sort of thing. Haven't started it, and still playing Ghouls and Ghosts. And Ghouls and Ghosts is one word with no spaces. That is a serious cheat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. 
you. But we'll allow it. <laughs> Cartridge Canuck got a few in there because uh, we all know he likes to talk. <laughs> he says, damn, slow down, not enough mm-hmm. time, and busy in Portland. Which I know there was a lot of people doing that, so it must have been tough for them to play some games. That's true. Uh, Dean says, like a, you know, PFFT, you know, like, child's play. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He says, if he's being honest, broke my controller. (laughs) Uh, Minotaur Zombie says, master double jump. Ooh, so nice. I believe those are instructions. It is important to master the double jump. It's an order, son. Yeah. <laughs> Retro nonsense. Duke, El Duke Arino, the man who challenged me on the use of the crossbow and still does to this day. <laughs> he says 16-bit gem, and you can't argue that. Wow, well said. Hmm. Well said. Yeah. Mighty Q-Dog got his words in there. Difficult but classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam from Cannot Be Tamed. Uh, she says, I give up. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of there people who said that this month. Yeah. I actually, I, I went game hunting with Pam and uh, her, her boyfriend, Will, who are new to the club. Uh, they live in Toronto, actually. So we went game hunting on Saturday, which That's is really awesome. cool. Cartridge Club, right club meetup. That's awesome. Jealous. Yeah. And uh, Will, he actually, he had a three-word review, and it's okay, I'm done. So... <laughs> Those two as a couple, they're. They, I think they both uh, said unanimously they're done. Yeah, <laughs> with super ghouls of ghosts. Understandable. Uh, Kevin, from buried on Mars, such Whoa. a disease. <laughs> uh, he uh, his three word review is Arthur's tight underwear. <laughs> I don't know what are you looking at his underwear for, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> what are you caring so much about what he's packing there, Kevin? <laughs> I have a three word. word uh, Three-word review for Kevin. Uh, he's lazy and competent. <laughs> awesome! Awesome! <laughs> I got Luke, Luke came in. <laughs> yeah, Lukeman came in with yeah. a really good one. He says, "Use J Rock's guide." And that's what I I urge everyone to do. Ooh, that's there a good one. Go. I didn't see that one. Very unbiased uh, for me to say that. <laughs> Check out my channel, J Rock the Game Rocker, and see how to rock <laughs> Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, uh, Darren from a Gaming Pilgrimage says, Too damn difficult. Mm. Well, Darren, <laughs> uh, you're not watching J Rock's guide. Right. <laughs> Single Banana says he lost pants again. Which mm-hmm. mm-hmm. happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Toku Joe. He's awesome, you know. He, he's a really supportive uh, member active. of this club. Yeah, he is. he is. He's always the first to comment. Usually, yep. I don't know if I should be worried. Nah, he's cool. <laughs> he says, <laughs> he says another game over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which surely in in the learning curve of this game, you're gonna get that. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, STC Pod. So. Uh, that would be Bill, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Insert yeah. loud belch here. <laughs> yeah. He would wow. say, he says, it's inevitable gaming frustration. <laughs> That's right. a pretty good one. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. Nesromancer came in and says, ghosts and goblins. So I guess he's saying play ghosts and goblins instead. Fair enough. I guess it's, I think he favors <laughs> that one. Picky, picky, picky. <laughs> Adam from Replayability says, fun as shit. <laughs> yeah. 
I like well that. Said. Well said. I agree. It's like, and he used the word shit, and you could just do so much with that word. He's a big fan of this game too. So, yeah. He uh, he oh. was actually going to be on the episode. Yeah. But he uh, is on a trip apparently to yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania. But he st- yeah, he, he, he decided that he likes uh, Amish people better than he likes video games. <laughs> oh, well, if he wants guys... to become Amish, give it all to us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where all the Amish live. They're all in Pennsylvania. Interesting. The Pennsylvania hey, Dutch. This game yeah. is kind of like their daily lives there. They, they don't yeah, that's all they do. They just, <laughs> they just like, pray and play <laughs> Super Goals and Ghosts. They fight <laughs> off zombies. Fight and... off zombies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh... I sa- I saved uh, Ramvox, Mr. Ramvox, for last here. He got a couple in. Uh, he <laughs> he, sure he says he says men use knives, mm-hmm. and I don't know what he's trying to say there. I guess he's trying to say uh, making a dig at crossbow users. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know my. Str- you don't know my struggle. <laughs> men use blue flame. That is yeah. Tony's got it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. I and thought Rainbox had another one. He he did, and it's the last three word review I chose to to I read out. You were. It's, it's did you? Yeah, I figured oh, out where you're going. I don't want to be so predictable, but uh, that's all right. His his three word review is Kevin's a wuss. <laughs> Poor Kevin. <laughs> Use sound effect. Sound effect P two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's a wuss. Kevin from Buried on Mars quit the game. I don't think he beat the first level. He uh, That video of him yeah. trying was pretty entertaining, though. Yeah. Uh, he was mad that he couldn't find the bow and arrow. Yeah. I told I him it was $5 DLC. He had to buy that. <laughs> 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 well, gentlemen, I, I think that's pretty much it. Is it? Sounds good. J-Rock, so. you rocked it, man. This was your first time yeah. hosting. Yeah, it was. I mean, has has this been done before with a with a brother, a cartridge bro in absenteeism? Yeah, Kevin did it before, and and Dean. Okay, so yeah, but yeah, it's an it's an honor to be asked to do it. Yeah, thank well, you so much for having me, man. P two and P one, wherever you are, out yeah, there protecting out there us from floating around. He's, he's protecting us from the ghouls. He is. He's like facing the real. Ghouls and goblins over there. Yeah. He's fighting that level two boss right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Barnacle boss. Yeah. This whole experience in the three months he's away or so, whatever it is, he, he's on that ship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's jumping from ship to ship. It keeps sinking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he's only in his underwear. That's it. That actually does sound like P one, yeah. And he's got like he's got to like carry all his amiibos and everything. <laughs> That's what the that is struggle. Out of. That is a struggle. All right, well, J Rock, what you also uh, picked the game for next month? Why don't you tell us all what that's going to be? I sure did, and I had a couple people in mind when I picked this game. Mm-hmm. I was trying to appease a couple of the members, I because I listened to the people. Yep. I really tried to listen to the Jeez, people. He's my member, J Rock. <laughs> sure, uh, Stephen. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well. Phrasing. Uh, so the next the next month's game is going to be River City Ransom for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm. Now I I had heard a few people some rumblings saying that uh, the club needs some more love for the NES. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. I'm a big fan of the NES. I'm collecting it pretty hard myself. Yep. And uh, yeah, uh, this is a good 
choice, I think, for the system. Uh, it's not too short. There's a little bit of depth to it. Yeah. It's, uh, and I was... Uh, slash RPG. It sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, so I was... Uh, I chose the NES game to appease Chris Roberts of the NARC podcast, and I I believe uh, Strawberry Pain oh. said something about that there needs to be more NES games or something. Well, there you go. Now he's so there you go, boys. The NARC podcast uh, is happy. And I also wanted to make a uh, little little Rambox happy there because uh, it's a beat 'em up, and he loves those. So that's right. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much this uh, that card is in, in Japan. It's probably tons of them all over the place over there. It it's a little it's a little bit of a pricey game to get on the cartridge. Uh, yeah. I think it's how much did you do? I think it's around yeah, forty or it's fifty. It's around fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, Canadian. Yeah, it's, so. it's it's forty down here. Yeah, Ed, forty yeah. American. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. But I in choosing it, I also made sure that it's available on many other things. Yeah. Uh, it's available, I believe, on the Wii U. It is. Yep. Download five bucks. Uh, there's also is it on? I can't recall. I think I had it. It's on the 3DS. It is on 3DS. 3DS as well. Uh, It was on PC Engine as well. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Uh, that. On on the Wii, uh, it's on the Virtual Console. I'm not sure if uh, that's still... I think that should still be in their database there. I don't think they would remove it. And it's also... They have a, a port on the Game Boy Advance called River City Ransom EX. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I might get that one. Hmm. There's a ton of games in that series. Though. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty much available on a, a whole bunch of different things, so yeah. even if you can't get the Nintendo cart, you should yeah. be able to play it for next month. Yeah, don't let the cover of the game fool you. <laughs> it's pretty... Uh, pretty Those generic. dudes look rad. <laughs> they look yeah. bad enough. Yeah. yeah. They all shop at the same store. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's also There's Simpatico, hey Hermano. <laughs> they look yeah. like uh, like a cover of like a pack of cigarettes or something. It does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they need a pa- they need a pack of smokes rolled up in their sleeve there. That's it. River City Ransom. It's a it's a co-op game too. Yes, oh. I would say it's a two-player game. So if you have a friend, it can makes it a little bit easier. At least oh, from cool. the experience I've played with it. So good to yeah. know. Good to know. And there's a so cool he, shower scene too. There's oh a shower boy. scene with the guy. You can oh see boy. the the guy's butt. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in now. Yep. Sold me. <laughs> well, I know in. Kevin's definitely in. <laughs> Kevin, will, Kevin, will, Kevin will stick past the first level. Oh boy. Take it to that shower scene. <laughs> but yeah, you. Uh, then he'll get tired and have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Um. Yeah, we don't usually script endings. Did you? Uh, did everybody think it rocked or what? Did this episode rock? I think we got some rocking guests here. Oh, it rocked. Thanks, 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 thanks for coming. Thanks for coming by, Stephen, who can be found at Cat Max Gaming on YouTube. That's right. It's good to and have the else, old Nitro Brown crew back together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nitro Brown. Yeah. Uh, where else can people <laughs> find you, Stephen? Once again, where uh, can they? Camax Gaming on YouTube or on Twitch where it's Camax underscore gaming one word or find me on Twitter at Steven Eider. Yeah, we'll see you around. Alrighty. And uh, Mr. Brian Gorman, Rocket Sauce. Where can people yes. find you, sir? 
You can find me on Twitter at, at It's Rocket Sauce, or uh, whenever I post something for writing, it's usually at thegamerscave.com. It's my buddy Chris's website, so whenever uh, I feel like writing something, I have a couple ideas on mine, but like I said, whenever I feel like you know getting around to writing, that's where I usually I post my stuff. Awesome. Right on, dude. Good to talk to you for the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for talking. Yeah, Good talking. Back. Thanks, for, thanks for having me on again. I really enjoyed my time here, so. And the really game was awesome. On, I appreciate and, it. Thanks for thinking out. Yeah, and finally, Brazzle the Gamer. Yeah, I had a Stay great there. time. <laughs> I'm yeah, so sorry that I didn't finish the game in time. I I, I would have loved liked to have uh, added some more there. No, nope. the, that's that's totally okay. Yeah, you didn't you actually perfect. know until recently that you were going to be on the podcast. Tony yeah, save the yeah. day. Yesterday, (laughs) less than twelve hours ago. Yeah, I mean, you're a really busy guy, and so thanks for, uh, you know, you're the first person to come to mind, and uh, thanks for coming, jumping up on the cause there. Yeah, no problem. And uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Because it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, the best place you can find me is uh, at your local stag beer distributor. Okay. So. So if you if you know where uh, they are distributing stag beer, you can probably find me there. I, I knew I seen you around. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you the, uh, Bar- are you the Barney uh, Gumble guy that's like under the tap? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, actually, I also have a hat with the with the cans, and I just ah, I just wear that all the time. Nice, classy, yeah. classy. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> I keep going to the bank. They won't give me a loan because I'm wearing that thing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get a loan uh, wearing that thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can can find me at BrazzleGamer.com. That just has everything. There there you go. Easiest place to find me. On Twitter and your podcast, Retroholics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is relatively new, but but you've got a bunch of episodes on you put my name in Google. I mean, it's I'm out there. So, yeah. <laughs> so now that is it, player now two. Now we're at the end. Good now intro, J Rock. You saved me. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely oh. gonna edit all that out. <laughs> edit what out? <laughs> my part, not you. <laughs> Got to trim this whole thing down to about an hour. That'd be good. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, we uh, don't script endings like uh, my brother here said. Right, P two. Yeah, you're my brother. That's right. That's right. You're my brother now. That's right, brah. Brah. And uh, we don't script endings, but uh, you know what? This is not really the ending of the podcast. For the true ending of the podcast, you have to go back. You have to go back to the beginning of this podcast, and you have to listen to where somebody, one of us dropped a golden turd somewhere. And you're going to have to find it and come back here and face the final true ending. That's right. <laughs> That's when P1 comes back. He's the secret last boss. Welcome back Perfect. to the beginning, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Take a key for coming in. Take a key for coming in. That's actually a pretty good ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> GG, okay. everybody. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> Good game. Yeah. All right.